This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Good evening, everyone. From Arlen Field, Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson, you're listening to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And it is week 10 of the high school football season where the Madison Rams come to town to take on our beloved T.Y. Tigers. Mansfield Sr. coming into tonight's game with seven wins, two losses overall. A perfect 6-0, and Craig, in the OCC with a current first place lead and have already clinched at least a share, but we don't care about shares, Craig. We want the whole thing where the Tigers could win the league outright tonight with a victory against the Madison team that has been down the last few years. They are down again this year, but Craig, they do have a victory. One and eight on the year, one and five in the OCC. Absolutely, Nick. Uh, one one thing uh, you got to think is, uh, you know, if it's uh, Madison Mansfield week. That means it's Halloween season, which oh means Lord. the team of Michaels Jackson is going to bring you a thriller from Arlen Field. You have been waiting all season to say that, haven't I you? I have. You know I have. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, un- unfortunately, Madison is having kind of a, another down year. But the uh, thing is, is if, is if you watch this team throughout the year, they've gotten better throughout the year. And, you know, they had that uh, – you know, they put a scare into West Holmes. Yes. Then, then they had a heck of a, a, a fight against New Philly. Ashland was kind of a different animal, but there was a lot of emotion there from some of the talking, too, I, I, I got from the Madison coaches because of the Valentine situation. But then they turn around. They beat the snot out of Mount Vernon, uh, worse than the Tigers did. And uh, they put a real scare into Lexington. And from yeah. what I gather... Uh, they should have won that game last week. They should have won that game. There yeah. was two punts. One was like one yard and one was six yards from their own end of the field, which was their undoing. But they've definitely played a lot better. They've played a spirited ball. And with this being a rivalry, you can never, ever count count them out. Uh, you know, the old saying, throw the records out the window. This is the 58th renewal of the Battle of Mansfield. Thank you to John Davis, as always, for giving us a fantastic media letter, and he'll be proud of me. I actually read it this week, Craig. I had nothing to do this morning, so I went ahead and read the letter. I think it's the first time in three years. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You'll, you'll probably get a gift basket. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But So there's so many storylines heading into tonight. Absolutely. Obviously, Tigers defense pitched their first shutout last week mm-hmm. against Mount Vernon. Yes. 31 to nothing. That was good for their confidence builder heading into the playoffs. It was more, the, it feel like the last two weeks, and first of all, it's great to be back, and I want to give a quick shout-out to Aiden Chandler for filling in for me the last two weeks. You guys did a wonderful job without me. You held down the fort, and I truly appreciate that. Yes, thank, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, shout-out to Aiden. He was, uh, he was a pro's pro, very easy to work with, uh, good kid. Uh, can't wait to hopefully work with him again. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, he'll definitely be around for a while here. And uh, he's uh, young enough. He'll, oh, li- he'll 19, last me. folks. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, he is 19 years old, and he's calling high school football games. That's impressive. I was 23. You'll remember this. I was on the air for the first time in my life. It was at that uh, TV station in Mansfield. Uh, I don't know if it's still in business or not, but uh, it was. Uh, I I kept messing up. I was on the radio doing the post post game show for the radio, and what did I say? The Taliban post door. Yeah, show? It, instead you of were Callahan, uh, instead of Callahan, you kept saying Taliban. And it was like, Nick. I was so, <laughs> was so nervous. nervous in the fact that ah. when you listen to Aiden call a game, he has ice water in his veins. Indeed. 
Indeed. <laughs> yes, that was my crutch word. My first ever crutch word in the business was indeed. I'll never forget that. So, All right. Well, uh, real quick, before we go to our first break, we have a lot for you here in our BP Electric pregame show. We'll have Coach Bradley right before kickoff. And then tonight's senior spotlight is Dalen McGinty, who had a big game last week, Craig. Oh, yeah, absolutely he did. Uh, you know, the first three games of the season when we were going through that iron sharpens iron stage of the season, uh, I believe he had seven tackles in three games. And then since then, the kid has just caught fire. And, and uh, you know, and last week was just, you know, he just keeps mm-hmm. keeps climbing that mountain. He just keeps getting higher and higher. Last week he had a big INT, all sorts of uh, pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, kid was all over the field last week. He was. And, you know, I listened to that game. You guys called that game, and he had that big interception. And when I talked to him, you'll hear the interviews shortly, his – it really helped his confidence moving forward. You can just tell that Dalen really has matured and grown, not only the past year, but this season. It really has shown on and off the field. I've seen him in person as well, and I could tell that as well. Yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, like kid. I said, you've seen it on the field. The kid, I mean, he's just every week we just call his name more and more. And, you know, the Tigers' defense, they got the two-headed monster of Phillips, uh, you know, and and, and – Mo, uh, but McGinty's been that third prong of the Triton, and he's jumped up so much that you know teams can't just focus on those two guys anymore. Because mm-hmm. if they do, McGinty's just going to tear him apart. Yeah, exactly. And you know he he especially is he's a nice luxury to have in a defense that's already stacked with Mo Jr. Simeer Phillips has been an absolute monster this season for Coach Bradley and uh, Carmelo Smith, just so many guys. Uh, uh, Kessler, you have DeJon Corbin, who was on our poster, game day poster this morning. He's really come onto the scene. He led the team in tackles last week. Yeah, yeah, and we're not even talking about the guys in the secondary who keep making plays. The no-fly zone with Jayante O'Brien, who's been phenomenal as well. So, anyways, anyways, uh, the other headlines for tonight's game. Tonight is senior night. 17 senior Tigers will trot onto the field one last time in the regular season here at Arlen Field. We will host the playoff game, so that is good. We're in the playoffs. We at least have a top eight spot. We win tonight. We should cement five. However, there are some drama storylines up in Tiffin tonight. If Perkins does beat Columbian, that is the question. Could senior high – Columbian is three, Craig. Could senior high sneak into that top four spot? Would Columbian drop two spots? A lot of drama heading into week yeah, ten. You gotta yeah, love it. Yeah, right now it's uh, uh, it would actually be uh, um, Rocky River is the one that's directly in front of us. Yes. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of drama there. I mean, the Tigers would love to get a home playoff game. I mean, they're seven and one in home playoff games, but uh, you know they haven't won one when they're on somebody else's field. So, you know, the home cooking has been very good for the Tigers in the playoffs, and they're definitely hoping to get that number four spot. We'll see what happens. A lot of drama, but first things first, Tigers have business to take care of tonight. Oh, and by the way, uh, I believe the head coach is going for only for his 100th career win, the wingest coach in Tiger football history, going for triple digits tonight. Oh, absolutely. As as if tonight wasn't going to be emotional enough and and full of of, uh, energy, uh, I guarantee you these kids – want to win that for yes. Coach Bradley. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've seen it all season long, the the rapport he has with these kids, the love and respect he has for these kids, the love and respect they have for him. They will run through a brick wall for that man. Oh, yeah. And they are going to do everything they possibly can to get that W tonight. 
Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, you've gotten to know him throughout yeah. the season. I've known the man om- about 10 years now. Yeah. Wonderful guy, you know, and he loves his kids. He loves his players. And most importantly, he loves his school, Craig. Yeah. A- yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the man the man bleeds orange. There's there's no doubt about that. He and, really uh, does. Uh, yeah, like you said, he, he loves the kids. He loves the school. I mean, he, everything about the man uh, is, is T.Y. pride. And, uh, yeah, I, I – this is a huge milestone also. I can't think of another local football coach that has 100 wins. There's not too many. I believe maybe Scott Valentine, but outside of that, yeah. uh, I don't, there's not too yeah. many. We'd he would, have to he would look be that only, up. Yeah, he would be the only one I would I would think of, but that's it. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, I, and hey, man, I'm fifty, almost 50 years old, so I've been around a long time, and I can't think of another one. I've been watching high school football since I was four years old, 30 years now. So, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it as well. Um, So here's what's going to happen. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we will have Dale McGinty interview for you, our senior spotlight interview, because it is senior night, and they're introducing the players on the field. And uh, we haven't even mentioned this yet. If you're on the hook about coming to the game tonight, folks, Normally I say come to the game, but it is cold, it is windy, it is soggy. There's just an annoying light rain. I wouldn't say a mist. It's just enough to call rain, and it's a little windy. The fans that are here are all covered up, have umbrellas and ponchos. So if you decide to stay home listen to us, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. If you were to have somebody paint a picture of a mid-October high school football game, uh, this would be the picture they would paint. This this cold, cloudy, rainy, windy. Yes. Uh, but you know what, Nick? I say this every week, so I guess the, the fact of the matter is every night's a good night for high school football. But dang on it, dude. This is a great night for high school football. Thank you to my dear, dear friend, Linda Golden Lucas, head coach. Uh, that's right. It just happened last week. Scott Spittler cracked 100. Oh, did he? So congratulations okay. to Coach okay. Spittler. So I mean, Spittler, and I know Valentine has to have 100. Yeah, we'll find I'm not, that out I'm for not, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up. I, I know Dana Woodring was close over at Madison, yeah, but I don't, know if he, I don't know if he ever cracked the yeah. 100 mark. Right, right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have Dana McGinty. You're listening to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric on GoTigers.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is John Taylor Bryant, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, October 27th. The regular season has ended this evening, which means next Friday starts the playoffs. We'll have coverage wherever the Tigers play and whoever they play right here on your radio home for Tiger football at 6.30 p.m. GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Nick Michaels back here at Arlen Field. And now let's send it over to myself and Dalen McGinty earlier this week. Caught up with the senior defensive back for Coach Chokey Bradley. Here's what he had to say about his big game last week against Mount Vernon and tonight's matchup against the crosstown rival Madison Rams. All right, Dalen, finally get to talk with you one-on-one. Let's recap last week. Mount Vernon, uh, defensively, you guys were lights out. First shot out of the season, that's got to feel pretty good as a player when your defense goes out and executes and you guys hold them to zero. 
Yeah, it, it definitely did. It gave us a lot of confidence. Uh, we're looking forward to this week, and uh, yeah, we, we were just really satisfied with what we did last week. A couple little things we got to fix, but we'll get it together. Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, defensively, you guys were lights out, and uh, you had a big interception. Walk us through that interception. That was a big play. Uh, one of the few times I actually dropped back in coverage at that game, uh, Johnny Askew, I was on him, gave him a good jam, QB threw the ball, saw it on the air, went up and picked it. And talking about Askew, you guys really shut him down. For the most part, he really had a frustrating night all night long. He really didn't have those running lanes he's had against the other teams in the league. Yeah, he was uh, he was tough to tackle, but, um, yeah, we was able to shut him down, shut his whole offense down, and hold him to short yardage. And, you know, going on the road, too, and shutting someone out, that's always tough, especially when it was their senior night as well. Yeah, we, uh, we've we been doing pretty good senior nights and homecoming nights, so uh, we, we feel pretty good about that. Now let's talk about the Madison Rams. It's a big matchup, huge rivalry game. I know it really hasn't been as big as lately, but it's still Madison. You, you, you have to know as a player, I know the coaches have told you all week, it's Madison, we have to be up for this game. And you have a little incentive as you're playing for an outright championship tonight. Oh, yeah, it's a... Uh... I always love Madison week. Always tensions are very high that week, during the game, before the game, just the whole week. So uh, we are, we're, we're going to be very locked in this week and paying attention, getting our assignments done, being aggressive. Senior night, last time in the regular season that you'll run out of that tunnel. Just kind of describe what kind of emotions you're thinking about that you'll probably feel. I'm, I'm definitely going to miss it. Uh, it's, I'm going to be excited. Uh, last time. You know, regular season coming out, but uh, it's going to give me a an incentive to do amazing out here tonight. And, you know, you've had quite the journey too, Dalen, because, you know, when I talk to the coaches throughout the whole season, one of the names that they keep bringing up of guys that have really impressed them and really have stepped up this season has been Dalen McGinty. How does that make you feel? It's felt great, and I've uh, I've noticed it myself throughout the, the off season. I, I grew immensely, I noticed, but... Uh, it's nice to actually be able to show it out on the field and show the coaches what I can do. And finally, you're playing for an outright championship tonight. I mean, how do you as a player stay focused? That's all I want, that's all I want to have. Uh, middle school, all throughout elementary, we was doing amazing, winning championships left and right. And uh, haven't, won, haven't had our own championship since 2013, and I want, want to be the class to do that for the Tigers. So that's our, that's our goal. That's our focus. Awesome. Well, uh, congratulations so far in this season. Good luck tonight, Dalen. Thank you. Thank you once again to Dalen McGinty. Uh, we call him Trevor Lawrence. So does the team. Uh, if you've never seen Dalen McGinty, Craig, I'll tell you what, uh, he looks exactly like Trevor Lawrence, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the fact that, uh, you know, he's got about uh, three foot of blonde hair flowing out of, the, flowing out of his helmet uh, doesn't hurt that the comparison whatsoever. He definitely looks like, I believe they used to call Trevor Lawrence Goldilocks back at Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, he definitely looks like it, but he doesn't play like Trevor Lawrence because he's definitely not afraid to stick his nose in there and, and, you know, knock some people on the ground. No, he isn't. And, you know, it's like we talked about in the interview, uh, you listening to that, what did you take from that? Because I took a player that is just very humble and grateful and just wants to continue to get better. The, thi- the thing that stuck out to me was – when you asked about the interception, he knew exactly the play, everything about it. Oh, yeah, Askew went, I jammed him hard, and, you know, he knew, he knew exactly 
uh, everything that was going on. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. The announcer didn't have a sheet on one of the players. That's why I laughed. Oh. So go ahead. Um, but yeah, you know, he knew that. So that tells me that he knows what these play. You know, he's so focused and has studied these plays so much that he knows what they are. You know, like. You know, it could have been easy to be just like, oh, yeah, I dropped back and, you know, but he knew and he knew exactly what he did. I jammed him at the line and I did this. I, you know, and I love that. I love that. That, that shows that he's just really eat, sleep, you know, breathe football. Yeah, exactly. You hit it right on the head. I mean, he's such a wonderful young man and I continue to see him excel and get better um, as the season progresses. And this is the best time to be playing your best football right Oh, now. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think that could be said for a, a lot of the Tigers. Every week uh, with the, I would say, the exception of the Maslin game. Yep. Um, but, you know, they're Maslin, so. And and as you just mentioned, Maslin, since the Maslin game, the T.Y. Tigers are on a six-game winning streak, trying to end the season at eight wins and two losses and a perfect 7-0 and in the OCC. Can they do it? We'll stay tuned. Kickoff is coming up around 10 minutes, and when we come back, we'll have Coach Chokey Bradley. You're listening to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Yes, indeed, go Tigers. And there, you just heard the voice of Chokey Bradley in his 14th season at the helm here at Mansfield Senior Craig Jackson, Nick Michaels. As he said earlier, Michaels Jackson. I still can't get over that, but because it's Halloween, I'll let it slide. It is senior night here at Arlen Field, and Craig, you know, we talk about Chokey Bradley. 14 years I can't believe he's been here that long. It just seems like yesterday Jamie Massey was resigning and Chokey got the job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they say, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And, you know, Coach Bradley has brought a lot of fun to this football program, man. Uh, you know, I, I can't say enough in the, in the little bit of time that I've gotten to know the man. Uh, just the, the vibe he gives off. It's it's an incredible vibe in the way, like I said, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but he loves these kids. He loves this team. He loves, I mean, yeah, and it doesn't surprise me whatsoever that he's, he's going for number 100 tonight. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's really impressive, and uh, let's get right to Coach Bradley here. We talked to him. Uh, I talked to him earlier this week. Here's what he had to say about uh, the Battle of Mansfield. All right, Chokey, week 10 is here. I don't know about you, man. I can't believe it, but uh, they say it's the fastest 10 weeks of the year. I believe that's true. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So let's recap last week. Week 9, your last regular season road game at Mount Vernon. Last time you guys will be facing the Yellow Jackets as they're leaving the league. And uh, you shut them out. That's got to feel good uh, not only for you because I know you handle a lot of the defensive responsibilities, but your defense was absolutely electric last week, 31-0. Play hard, man, and they um, play with a chip on their shoulder. What do you think that they did specifically to really limit and almost shut down? Ask you, the running back. Well, we got a lot of hats to the football. Uh, we won the 
the you know the trenches. We won the line of scrimmage, um, and, and you know that's always key. So you know we have to uh, focus on that week in and week out. Um, you know what I mean. So I think that that helped us out. You know what I mean in limiting some of his uh, explosive plays. And then offensively, what did you like? What do you think that you guys need to work on heading into tonight? Well, I thought our offensive line did a really good job once again of uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. Um, all our, you know, all of our backs, both our backs ran well. Uh, our quarterback ran well. Um, they protected our quarterback well. Uh, we were able to get the ball, you know, in our skilled guys' hands and space. Uh, we always talk about speed and space. Um, and, um, you know, Nate Dismute had a breakout game. And, you know, another thing I noticed about last week is DJ Corbin, he continues to get better and better and better and really step up his game. Yes, he is, man. You know, he's a unbelievable talent. Uh, he's young, um, but he's willing to work, and he, he takes the coaching, man, and, and that's half the battle around here. Um, you know, and, and, you know, he's a student of the game. He watches a lot of film, and, uh, you know, he's going to be – you know, one of the great ones. I talked to Dalen uh, just moments ago, and he told me that last week he had a very good game, and that interception really helped him move for moving forward with his confidence. Absolutely, you know, um, you know, we always talk about defensively playing the ball in the air. Um, you know, we got some good pressure on the quarterback on that play, and uh, the quarterback had to get it out hot. And our DBs, Dalen in particular was where he needed to be, and he played the football in the air, in the air aggressively and uh, got the interception. Anyone else from last week's game that really, really impressed you when you looked at the stat sheet? Well, you know, Simeer Phillips was Simeer. Yeah. Um, you know, defensively, you know, uh, uh, Ty Pickett did a great job stepping in uh, for Mar Davis and playing well. Um, you know, uh, Jayontay O'Brien did a really good job in coverage, um, you know, I think all all as a unit or defensively, you know, those guys collectively did a really good job as a unit. And tonight is a big one. This is the senior night here at Ireland Field. It's Madison, the Battle of Mansfield, and then add on top of that, Coach, you have the opportunity to win this league outright first time in 10 years. Your thoughts? Well, you know, it, you know that's going to be what it's going to be. You know, we got to take care of what needs to be taken care of, which is the game. Uh, so, you know, that's all that matters. Everything will work itself out if you take care of the football game. Um, so that's our motive, and that's all we want to we want to focus on. You've seen Kuhn, the quarterback, the last couple of years. What kind of concerns do you have about him heading into tonight's matchup? Well, I mean, he, he does a really good job getting out of trouble, and he throws the football down the field to the guys he want to get it to. Uh, for us, we got to make him uncomfortable, and uh, we got to play the football in the air when he puts it out there. What do you as a coaching staff have to do to prevent – a game like Madison having a couple of weeks ago against Mount Vernon where they were unstoppable 38 to nothing. We got to take care of the ball on offense. We can't give, um, you know, any extra possessions. Um, you know, when we when we get the ball on offense, we got to score. Um, every offensive possession has to be a scoring opportunity. Um, you know, special teams, we got to stay consistent. Um, we got to stay in front of the chains offensively. Uh, defensively, we got to tackle. You know, they got a really good run game. The offensive line is physical. We got to win up front, and uh, we got to play the ball in the air. What is it about this rivalry, Coach, that just makes this game such a fun one each and every year? Well, just being a part of it as a player and now as a coach, um, you know, and, and being in the same town with the rest of these kids and coaches, 
Um, you know, you want to you want to make sure that you play the game the right way and win it, of course. So, you know, for the next 365 days, you don't have to think about that. Give me real quick a throwback memory. It could be as you as a coach here or as a player, your favorite Madison memory. Well, my favorite Madison memory is winning the game. Um, you know, my senior year, um, Effie threw the touchdown pass to Kenny Fairchild with, you know, at the end of the game, man, that whole that whole sequence coming from defense, forcing the fumble, getting the ball, driving the field, and then Effie capping it off with a touchdown pass to Ken, Kenny Fairchild. Man, what year was that? That was my senior year, uh, you know, 1993 season um, here at Madison Still feel like yesterday, does it? Yeah, can't never forget it. I know, right? I actually have watched the YouTube video of that game. That was an epic game as well. But yes, it was. Yes, it was, man. You know, it's it's that's 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 the rivalry. That's yeah. what the game used to be like. Well, I'm super excited to call this one tonight, and always as always, good luck. And uh, real quick, what is your team's message heading into tonight? What's the message of the team? Well, we want to we want to play the game um, the way it needs to be played. It's a rival game, and you know our our guys are are focused and and fired up about playing the game. All right, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. Thank you. And thank you, as always, to Chokey Bradley for joining us for the pregame BP Electric pregame show. As the Tigers are running on the field, Nick Michaels along with Craig Jackson. And, Craig, real quick, your thoughts on what Coach Bradley had to say. Well, uh, I, I do think uh, when he was talking about uh, winning the game his senior year, which that makes sense. It's your senior year. Mm -hmm. But – uh, being around from back then, uh, I know what he's talking about. Uh, this rivalry is always a tough, bitter rivalry, but I'm not going to lie. There was a little bit more to it back in the day, but that's because both programs were, you know, uh, you know, it was one, two in the top of the old OHC back then. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, obviously Madison's falling off, but you know, like coach Bradley said, they have to stay focused. They got to take care of the ball. Uh, I just want to point this out, too, man. They have got to stop with the penalties, man. Uh, 11 penalties last week, and they've got uh, 72 penalties for 645 yards in nine games this year. Wow. Okay. That would be the one spot this year I think Mansfield's really struggled in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's been one game this year, I believe it was New Philly, where they had uh, they had four penalties for, like, 25 yards. I think it was like three offsides and a hold or something. But okay. that was the only time they've had what I would consider most people would think would be an acceptable amount of penalties. Everything else has been way up there. You know, and you're talking now, if the season ended tonight, you know, you're talking over seven penalties a game and almost 70 yards a game. It, wow, that's a lot. Well, yeah. we'll see if Mansfield has finally figured that part out, and let's hope they just play a clean game and let's get out of here without any injuries as well. Absolutely. As the Madison Rams have trotted onto the field, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, we're ready to call the action for Marlin Field. It's the 58th meeting of the Battle of Mansfield. Mansfield winning the last two meetings. The last victory for the Rams was a soggy thunderstorm mess back in 2020 where – the Rams won that one at Esley Lane. Last time they were at Arlen Field was two years ago, 21-2021, and it was 49-7. Last year was 43-18 as freshman number 15, Camden Mossy, will tee it up for the Madison Rams. Craig, they won the toss, and they elected to defer. We were a little shocked there, but back deep for the Tigers, we have Nate Dismuke. 
And I'm trying to see who the other Tiger is. As Mizey kicks the ball off and it uh, is bobbled around. Tiger picks it up, 28. That's Zion, looks for a room to run. Stutter steps and he dives just across the 30-yard line, first and 10. Mansfield senior, Duke Reese in the offense. Yeah, I think if you're a, a Mansfield, the best thing you could do is uh, just go out and, uh, you know, March it right down the field and score. I mean, you've got all this momentum, all this energy on your side. You don't want to give a team like Madison, you know, cross-town rival, but they are down. You don't want to give them any hope. You want to end this as soon as you can, and uh, score is a good start. Well, uh, head coach Brent Basankin, Brent, Brent Basankin, if I can talk, in his first season at Madison, as his defense trots on the field, first and ten for the Tiger offense. Duke Reese runs out of the shotgun as Tank Petty's in motion in the back. They set up for a screen on the far side, hits Petty, spins. He's met by the defender, and it was well defended by the Madison Rams as meeting him out there on the far side perimeter. I believe that was number four, Eli Lewis on coverage for Madison. Yeah, the uh, defender there, Lewis, he just was able to sneak by the block of Dismuke and uh, got Petty down for uh, – Little to no gain. It is officially no gain according to John Davis. So it is going to be second and ten from the 30-yard line. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Once again, Petty is the back on the right hip. Here's the snap. Dukes back to pass under pressure. He'll roll. Flushes inside. Looking downfield, nothing. Throws a little shovel. Patrick Mahomes pass off the side of his arm there. And it is complete to Dismuke on the near side of the field. Across the 40, up to the 44-yard line. It is a first down for the Tigers. Yeah, as you said, he just was rolling out. He threw it completely sidearm. Uh, Dismuke managed to work his way open. Some pretty good coverage there from the Rams to begin with. As the rain has picked up here at Arlen Field, so has the wind. We have a stop and play here. Ball spotted at the 44-yard line of Mansfield. Tigers have the ball, opening quarter, 10-50 and counting. No score. 14-yard completion on that last play for Duke Reese to Nate Dismuke. Amar Davis is inactive tonight. They're resting him for the playoffs. Here's the snap, hands it off to Petty up the middle. Nowhere to run there. Maybe a yard up to the 45, and that's it. Yeah, the, the Rams did a good job there clogging up the middle. It looked like for a second there there was a, a, a hole there, but they shut it pretty tight, pretty fast. But, you know, positive yardage on first down, you always take that. This is the one thing I've heard about Madison. When their defense plays well, Madison is makes it pretty close for the most part. We have a Ram jumping offside, so it's going to make it second manageable. The Madison Ram jumped offside, and the ref threw the laziest flag I've ever seen in my entire life. I think the refs are miserable because it is really starting to pour here at yeah. our field. Like I said, second and four now, right at midfield. Tigers have the ball. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Tank Petty on his right hip. Two receivers lined up on the far side. One in the near side is Jayante O'Brien. Here's the snap. Second and four. Back to pass. He's under pressure. Rolls to the outside. He's going to run with it. 50-45. Penalty marker is down. Runs out of bounds on the far sideline. Just past the 40-yard line. And I think it's a hold and it's coming back. Uh, it's, it's a hold or an illegal block in the back. Uh, I want to say it's, uh, it's on 74. That would be Fat Man. Yeah. And he is shrugging his shoulders here and doesn't like the call. Duke Reese did a good job of. And it is a block in the back. You're, you're right on the call there. Yeah, Duke Reese did a good job of uh, getting out of trouble there. It was a screen pass set up uh, off to his left side. 
but it was covered. So when the lineman released to go block for the screen pass, Duke had to spin out and he uses athleticism to get a nice gain. Unfortunately, it is coming back. Second and long now for the Tigers. So that's gonna make it second and 12 back at the 42 yard line. And now Petty is on the left hip. Here's the snap, hands it off to Petty. Runs up the middle, stutter step, and he tries to run through the hole, nothing there, up to about the 45 yard line. So it's gonna set up third and long from the 45. Yeah, I believe that was about a four-yard gain. Uh, you know, not, nice little run there, some power shown there. I think this is a game that's going to have to be won on the ground tonight because the wind is blowing and the rain is falling. You know, uh, we, we, know uh, we know Duke has a heck of an arm, but. Third and nine, here's the snap. Duke back to pass, rolls to the inside, looks downfield, fires, and it is caught. That is Dismuke. He has the first down into Ram territory, down to about the 42-yard line, making a sliding, diving catch. I thought he almost dropped that there. Yeah, Dismuke has really stepped up since uh, Amar's been hurt. The last two games, 11 catches, 244 yards, two TDs. He's really just exploded and taken, you know, stepped up and taken that place. I think the health of Lala Owens has helped that out because, man, oh, man, last week at Mount Vernon, Lala had two, three guys on him at times because – People are very aware. I mean, you could. I look at him from up here, and he's just like the second biggest guy next to Fat Man on the field. He's huge. First and ten in the Ram territory. Here's the snap. Duke up the middle with the keeper. He has room to run inside of the 40, and it's a good gain on first down, about a seven-yard run down to about the 37-yard line. Yeah, it was good a blocking up front. Yeah, great blocking, beautiful read option. He completely sucked the defense or had the defensive end follow the running back. He pulled the ball out of the belly and took off running. Great drive by the Tigers so far. So set up second and four on the scoreboard. Eight minutes to play, first quarter, no score. Opening drive for the Tigers, they have the football. Here's the snap, Duke Reese hands it off to Petty, has room to run, goes to the outside, he's at the 30, he stops, hesitates, and he was waiting, trying to be patient. He's able to dive and lean towards the 25-yard line. That is enough for a Tiger first down. Yeah, that was an absolutely huge hole off to the right side. And then uh, Petty just exploded through that. And then when he made contact, he was able to power forward for a couple extra yards. Brings up a nice first down deep in Ram territory here. 12 yards on the run for Jameer Tank Petty on senior night. He has had a nice season. It looks like they're going to bring in another extra wide receiver here. Three on the near side. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back again and runs up the middle. And this time Madison catches him for only about a two-yard gain. Zion Brown, the new running back into the game for the Tigers, also a senior for Coach Bradley. Yeah, it looked to be the same play, just with the receivers lined up in a different formation. No score, 7-19 to play first quarter. Tigers have the ball at the 25-yard line. I'm sorry, at the 23-yard line. Second and eight. We'll see what the Tigers cook up here. Some hesitation here, and I wonder if the play clock ran out. We'll see what happens. We've got a timeout, it looks like. I believe that's a timeout. That's a weird uh, signal from the ref, and it is. We'll take a break as well. 6.57 to play first quarter. No score, but the Tigers are driving. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Jayante O'Brien, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Second and eight from the 24-yard lines where they're going to spot it. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson from Marlin Field. Tigers are driving. Lala Owens is in motion. He moves to the left side of the line. One receiver on the near side, two on the far. Zion Brown is the back. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Throws down the field, and it's intercepted by the Madison Rams. Has room to run. He checks out to the outside, 25 to the 30. Runs out of bounds just past the 30-yard line. And it looked like uh, Duke Reese Craig was trying to hit a crossing route, and Madison read it all the way, and they made a big play. Yeah, well, Duke was a little late on the throw. He was heading, it looked like he was heading towards Lala. Lala was open to begin with, and Duke kind of double-clutched it, which gave uh, um, uh, Caleb Gordon time to recover, and uh, Duke got the ball there late. Gordon picked it off, and now the Rams are in business. So Caleb Gordon on the interception for Madison, and the Rams are in business. And unfortunately, the Tigers' drive ends with the interception by Duke Reese. See what the Tiger defense can do here is Cameron Kuhn, quarterback, the junior, hands the ball off to the running back, and he goes to the outside, Craig, and he goes nowhere. Yeah, that Tiger's uh, defensive front just set up a brick wall, and and, uh, the running back just ran right into it and got nowhere. Chris Atkins-Tolbert, the junior running back for Coach Pasankin. So it's going to be second and ten on new gain. Somebody somebody needs to tell the lineman down there to second. <laughs> what does it say right now? Third. third. <laughs> oh, don't get John started downstairs. There we go. They fixed it. Here we go. Second and ten from the 30. Madison has the ball. No score. Here's a snap. Coon hands it off to Tolbert. Runs up the middle. And, again, nowhere to run. Two Tigers are there to greet him. Mo Dude, I'm Bradley. trying to see. Yep, Mo Bradley. On the stop. Yep, Mo, Mo with the initial contact. Surprise, surprise. Along with Carmelo Smith. So Chris Atkins Tolbert. I talked to Coach Bradley, and he said the running back, he's got some talent. He, he was really impressed when he watched the film with this Tolbert kid. The problem is the Madison offensive line, they're going to be very busy tonight trying to create blocking opportunities for him. Oh, yeah, this, this Tiger defensive front is, a, is an absolute nightmare for opponents. Third and seven for the Madison Rams. They have the ball at the 33-yard line. Here's the snap. Lost the ball. Picks it up. Coon running for his life. And he is going to be sacked into the backfield, and that is... Lala. Lala Owens bringing him down. And actually, they're going to call it a gain of one. He was able to pick up one yard, so no sack. But still, Lala gets the Tiger defense off the field, and it is fourth down. What a job there by Lala to chase down the quarterback. Yeah, it, actually, believe it or not, it's probably good for the Rams that Lala caught him from behind because Kuhn was r- ratcheting his arm back like mm-hmm. he was going to throw, which would have been uh, passing beyond the line of scrimmage, which would have been a penalty, which would have knocked him back. Well, that sets up fourth and five from the 34-yard line. Nate Dismuke is standing on his own 31-yard line. 
Waiting to see what Madison does here. Madison still has their offense out there. You were correct, but I think some confusion, and Coach Basankin is going to take a break and let uh, his Rams think about it here. So 4.30 to play, first quarter, no score, Madison and Mansfield. And uh, I talked to some people downstairs before the game, and they asked me, what do you think tonight? And I said, it's going to be your typical sloppy Battle of Mansfield-Madison football game. Well, so yeah. far, it has not disappointed. Yeah, especially in weather like this. I mean, like I said, this is about as stereotypical as you can get for Ohio in, in mid-October, man. And uh, I, I I can't believe I'm going to do it, but I might have to break out the hoodie on uh, one of our breaks. I, I, I swore I wouldn't do it except when I walked in when it was raining, but up here in the booth we got the windows open and that wind is starting to get – the rain looks like it's decreasing a little, but the wind looks like it's picking up, so – it has decreased a little bit. We have the windows open, though. Otherwise, it's fogging. So, And I'm actually comfortable. I have my playoff hoodie on. I'm excited. And we have some football weather here at Arlen Field. Off the Madison timeout. The quarterback, Cameron Kuhn, to punt. Watch the fake. High snap, Bob, and it's through his fingers. Still gets it. the punt just off in the nick of time. It's a high one. And considering it was almost blocked, it's a phenomenal punt as it gets a Madison roll inside of the 20-yard line down to about the 18. What a punt by Cameron Kuhn, and he was fortunate to get that off. Oh, absolutely, and you hit the nail on the head. It was a phenomenal punt given the situation. He got The snap was high. He bobbled it. He dropped it. And somehow the Tiger defenders that was rushing in there to block it missed it. And it was a great punt, and then he got that extra 10-yard roll. Uh, it sets uh, up the senior high Tigers first to 10, but back deep in their own territory. 47-yard punt for quarterback Cameron Kuhn. As now Mansfield will trot back onto the field for their second offensive series of the football game. This drive will start at the 18-yard line. The last drive stalled on a decrease interception just a miscommunication between the quarterback and his wide receiver. A bad throw, it happens. First and ten. Petty is at the back. Here's the snap. And fakes it. He'll run with it. Quarterback keep has room to run. Here's the running back down the field to block, and he has a nice run on first down across the 30. Runs out of bounds on the near sideline around the 33-yard line. Yeah, that was a great athletic play by Duke Reese. Uh, he faked the uh, handoff and uh, he tried to go up the middle, but, man, Madison closed that hole really fast. He was able to kind of back up, bounce it outside, and he had Tank Petty out there lead blocking for him. Got all the way out to the 33-yard line. Nice pickup. 15-yard run on the quarterback draw for Duke Reese. He has done a lot of damage this season on the ground. Two receivers on the far side. Here's a snap, first and 10. Hands it off to Brown, the back. He runs up the middle. And he is across the 35 up to the 37-yard line. So it's going to be about a gain of three on first down. Yeah, that was a nice play off to the left side. They put, brought some people around, including Lala Owens, who sealed off the defensive end. Uh, gave him a good, nice five-yard gain there. So Duke Reese on second and six is where they'll spot it around the 38-yard line. Here's the snap. Fake handoff to the back, throws, and it's caught at the 50. Spin move, there's Dismuke. Far side, room to run, he could go. 40, to the 30, to the 20. He tries to go to the outside, he does. Turns the corner, into the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers! Nate Dismuke using his athleticism to take it to the house. 64 yards, T.Y. up, 6 to nothing. 
beautiful, beautiful run after the catch there by Nate Dismuke. He caught it. It looked like it was a deep slant in, and then he bumped it outside, and then the, he had a lead block. The Rams mm -hmm. started to close in on him. He faked inside, then sucked them in, and then went back outside, got into the corner for a fantastic run after the catch. And you knew he was gone as soon as he hit that, that fake move there where he pumped out to the outside, and you knew he had the space to score. With 3.17 to play first quarter, and here's Q on to attempt the PAT. McGinty to hold, snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. 3.17 to play in the first quarter. Mansfield strikes first. Tiger 7, Ram 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, October 27th. The regular season has ended this evening, which means next Friday starts the playoffs. We'll have coverage wherever the Tigers play and whoever they play right here on your radio home for Tiger football at 6.30 p.m. GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 62-yard touchdown pass, uh, I'm sorry, 62-yard touchdown pass, yes, to Nate Dismuke with 3.17 to play in the first quarter, making it Mansfield 7, Madison 0, an electric play to light up the small crowd that has formed here on senior night. And, Craig, what a play there as Madison will receive this kickoff from Quinton DeBolt. Yeah, like like uh, like like Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street. They never saw it coming. It's uh, a nightmare. He just boom. Are you gonna do this to me all night? I am, and it's gonna be worse next week. <laughs> just, just get used. At to it. At least you're not talking Christmas yet. Here we go. Here's the kickoff, and it's gonna hit around the 15 to the 10. Will it roll into the end zone? No, it's a live ball. Tigers pick it up. That's a live ball. This is not a punt. And yeah. Tigers get the ball. And I think Madison didn't realize that that was a live football. I don't think they called for the fair catch. No, no, oh, they should have. Uh, Owen Wigton. Oh, what a disaster! Was literally feet away from the ball, and he, he just he just let it roll by him, and he just stood there and looked at it. I don't know if he thought it was a punt or if he got confused and thought maybe this was college rules where if it's in, or, you know inside the twenty, it's an automatic touchback. But my goodness, when he kicked that ball, I said, "There's no way that's going to roll into the end zone." And Madison just let it. Go and they just were staring at the ball, and Mansfield just kept yeah. sprinting to get to the ball. Yeah, and there wasn't like it wasn't like Wigton was the only guy. There was two or three of them that just stood there, and everybody on both sides of the stadium screaming "live ball." So first and goal off the mishap. I think they're spotting this one at the four yard line. Is that correct, Craig? Yeah, that's what. It, yeah. So here we go. Duke Reese back on the field, hands it off to the back, turns to the outside, runs into the end zone for a T.Y. Tiger. Touchdown! Jameer Tank Petty, four-yard touchdown run, and the Tigers take a two-possession lead, 13-0, 3.09 to play in the first quarter. And, Craig, I have to say, I think that was a first for me. Two touchdowns within, what, eight seconds? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess if uh, 
the Rams are going to hand out treats like it's Halloween night. The Rams are just going to go ahead and – or the Tigers are going to go ahead and take it. I mean, that's about as easy of a run into a t- in the end zone as you're going to get. Quinn DeBolt on to attempt the PAT with Dalen McGinty to hold. Try to make it 14. Snap the hold. The kick is up. And it is perfect right down Main Street, or should I say 4th Street. 3.09 to play. First quarter, Mansfield 14, Madison 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll... So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Mansfield Sr. striking quickly, 14-0, two touchdowns in a matter of 11 seconds. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, the Rams will await the Quinton DeBolt kickoff. Yeah, when you get the ball on the four-yard line, uh, with the way this Tiger game has been going the last half of the season, you're almost guaranteeing a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. Beautiful seal off to the right side there. And guess who was on the fumble recovery? Uh, Dejon Corbin, number 13, okay. who had a big game last week. And here's another pooch kick, and this time the Madison Rams fall on it immediately. You think Coach Basankin uh, screamed at him in the huddle over there? Yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> and downs it at the 35-yard line. So he's going to have good field position, but Cameron Kuhn, the junior quarterback now is in a 14-0 hole. Yeah, if you're the Rams, this is the absolute last thing you wanted to have happen. Down two scores on the road, you know, with this environment, Coach Bradley going for his 100th win, senior night. But if you're the Tigers, you couldn't have asked for a better start. I think Deshaun Corbin is so far our leading candidate for player of the game. Maybe uh, a little Nate Dismuke as well with that move. The winner of that award at the end of tonight's game will receive a hoodie, so stay tuned for that in the postgame show. Here's the snap for the Rams from the 35, hands it off to the back. He has nowhere to run. Penalty marker is down. I wonder what they're going to call here, Craig. You would think a hole, but I don't know. It might be on the Tigers. I think it's going to be a face mask when somebody was trying to tackle the running back. I think somebody's hand got a little too high. Caleb Gordon carried the football, so a new running back for the Rams. Check the flag here. And it is a face mask on Mansfield Sr., five yards. Is what he. So it looks like he just barely grazed the face mask, so they'll only make it five yards. So that's going to spot the ball just shy of the 40 at the 39 yard line. Yeah, it keeps it at first down as well. So officially on that play, Caleb Gordon ran for negative two yards, but with the penalty making it. Going to be first and seven. Spot the ball at the 39-yard line. Kuhn runs out of the shotgun. Gordon on his left hip. Two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back up the middle. Has a little running room. He's across the 40, and he's tripped up around the 42-yard line. So a decent game for Caleb Gordon. And I have to say, this is a new-look Madison team. The last couple of years, we've seen the wishbone. Uh, especially when uh, Stepka was the head coach. And yeah. A new look here from Coach Basankin. Yeah, they've uh, uh, spread it out just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they've, they've got uh, everybody spread out. Uh, I mean, it's a, it, it, if 
the one thing you're good at is running the ball. The best thing you can do is spread people out to kind of open things up inside. As we say that, here they go into a full house backfield. <laughs> yeah, they do go with the full house here. Under two minutes to play, first quarter, 14-0 Tigers. Tol and Tol Tolbert, I can't talk tonight, runs with the – I'm sorry, that was Drew Brooks. I think that was – no, I'm sorry, it was Caleb Gordon. I'm really confused. Yeah, it was Gordon again. <laughs> Caleb Gordon on the carry, my apologies. He is across the 45 up to the 47-yard line for a five-yard run and a first down for Madison. 140 to play in counting, 14-0 Tigers. You know, I'm looking at the Madison roster here, Nick, and uh, one of the things I do notice is they're a very young team. Uh, so the Tigers should use their uh, experience here. Rams going jumbo at midfield here again with the two blockers up front, hands it off to the back, and lost the ball. Who has it? Scramble for it. Right at midfield, Madison says that they have retained the football, and I think they did. That could have been a disaster for the Rams. Absolutely it could have, but, you know, we can look out the window here. The rain's picked up again. That's going to make that ball that much slicker. So I believe because of the fumble, they're only going to advance at, what, a yard? So Tolbert into the game, runs for a one-yard gain. So it's second and nine. They'll spot it at the Madison 48-yard line. Rams had the football under a minute to play, 14-0 Tigers. On a soggy evening from Arlen Field, Week 10, Battle of Mansfield, the 58th meeting. Kuhn runs out of the shotgun, back on his right hip, two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap, second and nine, hands it off to Gordon. Gordon up the middle, has room to run across midfield into Tiger territory, down to about the 48-yard line. So a sizable run there for Caleb Gordon. And I tell you what, so far tonight, Caleb Gordon has made some progress running the football. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely been their best weapon. Ahmad Tink Thomas on the stop for the Tigers, and that should be the final play of the first quarter with the score. Mansfield Senior 14, Madison 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, October 27th. The regular season has ended this evening, which means next Friday starts the playoffs. We'll have coverage wherever the Tigers play and whoever they play right here on your radio home for Tiger football at 6.30 p.m. GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, Arlen Field Stadium. Start of the second quarter. Third and four is the call for the Madison offense. Kuhn runs out of the shotgun, back on his right hip, three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap, hands it off to Gordon, has room to run, turns a corner on the inside. Big run inside of the 40, all the way down to about the 35-yard line and pushed out of bounds. Caleb Gordon using his feet, Craig, to get the first down. Yeah, the Tigers brought in a, a blitz off, to the, off, uh, off of Madison's left side, and uh, the handoff went right underneath the blitz, and... Uh, Gordon got a big chunk of yardage there, 
Uh, the Madison Rams making some headway into this tough Tiger, uh, Tigers defense. If Madison has a chance to win this football game, it's like you said, they're going to pound the rock. And so far tonight, their leading point has been Caleb Gordon. He has been impressive so far in this football game. We'll see if they continue to use him. As yeah, Kuhn on. runs out of the shotgun, Gordon on his right hip. First and ten, here's the snap. Fake handoff, rolling to the outside under pressure. Kuhn chucks it downfield. Risky throw. Is it intercepted? Yes, it is. Tigers intercepted. Here's the return. Five-yard line to the 10. Has room to run. Makes a man miss, and he can't quite get up to the 20-yard line. Penalty marker is down. A lot of talk there. Was that Dismuke on the interception? Was, it was Nate Dismuke. Yeah, that was Dismuke on the interception, but we got competing flags here. We got one on the post-interception scrum, which I think would be on Mansfield Sr. for a late hit, but we've got one here around the 30-yard line, which I believe is going to be holding on Madison. So those, depending on if the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct... Okay. So ineligible receiver downfield on the Madison Rams, so they'll decline that. And the second flag, personal foul on the Tigers. You hit it right on the head there, nailed it on the head. So I think he got it up to what, the third, what, the 18, Craig? So that's going to be half the distance around the 10 or the 9, I believe. Yeah, rough, roughly around the 10-yard <coughs> line. Um. Kuhn actually got a little greedy there. He had a man short, but he decided to try and rifle it downfield for the touchdown. And Dismuke with beautiful, beautiful coverage there was able just to, I mean, it looked like he was running the route. He picked it off like he was a receiver. So they'll spot it at the nine off the Mansfield interception by Nate Dismuke. Sets up first and ten Tigers. Long field here. Reese out of the gun. Here's the snap. Hands it off. There's the running back, has room to run. He's across the 10, just tripped up just shy, and I think they will mark him at the 15-yard line, and that was Zion Brown on the carry for a gain of six. Yeah, nice uh, nice play there. They brought the guard around, and he cleared the path, opened it up for a nice five-yard game, gives the uh, Tigers some breathing room back there. Second and four for the Tigers. Decrease out of the gun. Brown on his right hip, two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off to Brown. Brown goes towards the outside, and Madison is there to greet him back right at the 15-yard line, so it's going to be no gain. Nice job by the Madison Rams to shut that window. Yeah, they just uh, set the edge there, and the, the Tigers just couldn't quite seal it and uh, left uh, Mr. Brown there for, uh, for no gain there. Uh, this is kind of an important – I feel this is kind of an important possession for the Tigers. Because this is an opportunity you could go up by three touchdowns on this drive with the opportunity. 10-28, counting second quarter, 14-0 Tigers. Third and four is the call, reset of the gun. Here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure, rolls to the outside, two defenders in his face, chucks it downfield, incomplete along the sideline. So a three and out by the Tiger offense. They're forced to punt the football away. Good pressure there by the Madison Rams. I'll tell you what, that was a good defensive stand for Madison. Yeah, it was. They It looked like they had uh, Tolbert uh, spying Reese, so when he rolled out trying to use his speed and athleticism to uh, gain some ground, it wasn't happening because Tolbert was spying him. And uh, this, you know, this punt could, uh, with any type of return, could give the Rams some really good field position. Quinton DeBolt 
to punt. He's standing at his own two-yard line. Owen Wigton to receive this punt, the junior. It's a high one, not his best punt. But Wigton, oh, he almost dropped it, almost muffed that ball. Catches it around the 48-yard line, first and 10. This is Madison's best starting field position of the ball game. Yeah, you said not his best punt, but it actually wasn't. Was, was Because it was so high up, it didn't give Wigton any chance for a return. So 33 yards on the yeah. punt. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we've been spoiled all season well, long, yeah, though, with yeah. this punting. It just blows me away that this is this kid's first year kicking the ball, man. I said something to Aiden last week. I'm like, as good as he's kicking, I mean, and he's got such a leg, maybe some, some colleges might be looking at him. Exactly, and, you know, I mean, that, that happened year. with uh, Sean Putt, you know, th- played here three years, and he was a big soccer player, ended up getting a scholarship to play college football. So it is possible. I would love to see that kid move on to the next level. First and ten, Madison hands it off to Gordon. Gordon tries to turn the corner, runs a counter towards the outside on the near side of the field. He's across the 45, down to the 42. So it's about a six-yard run on first down for Caleb Gordon. Yeah, uh, you hit the nail on the head last drive. Caleb Gordon has been... Uh, a difference maker for the Rams on offense. Uh, luckily, they had Mo, uh, the Tigers had Mo Bradley there to chase him down from behind, or else they, he would have at least got another four or five yards given the Rams a, a first down. So he has been, been the shining star tonight for Madison, but the problem is will he get any help from his teammates, and can the Tiger defense continue to make Madison's life miserable, forcing turnovers tonight? Here we go. Second down, hands it off. And Gordon runs with it, and this time he is brought down immediately by Ahmad Tink Thomas. Yeah, Thomas read that beautifully uh, and, and was able to just kind of get on uh, get on his back and just basically use his strength and his weight to just weigh him down and took him down to the ground. Third and four from the Mansfield 42-yard line. The Rams had the ball. It's 14-0 Mansfield, under nine minutes to play until halftime. On this rapidly moving first half from the corth, from the corner of fourth and Trimble, third and four, Coon out of the shotgun, Gordon on his left hip, have to get the snap off, and he does, back to pass, throws over the middle, incomplete, tried to hit a crossing route with the receiver, number two, Grayson Sace, and it was just a miscommunication, so it's incomplete, fourth down. Yeah, Tigers that, got a little pressure there, too. Yeah, that ball might have been tipped because it looked like it came out, you know, once it got to the past the line of scrimmage, it looked like it kind of took a weird angle there. So maybe one of the Tigers got a hand up. I don't know. It play happened so fast I didn't, I didn't see who it was. It's interesting, too. You know, I wonder why Mansfield had given up a lot of runs, and so far Madison's offense is still on the field. So I'll get to my point in just a second. Madison rushing to the line here, fourth and four, and we have a timeout. And Madison calls a timeout. Wow. They try confusion, and it kind of backfires, and they were more confused than Mansfield was. I was going to say, they, you said they tried confusion, <laughs> and they confused themselves, which I got to be honest, from up here I'm, I was looking at that unfold, why they took the timeout, I don't know. Mansfield was not in any way, shape, or form set to defend that play. Well, it was funny. I was watching Chokey Bradley. He started to walk towards the official thinking about calling that timeout, and then Coach Basankin uh, did him the honor and saved him a timeout. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the Tigers weren't set. Okay, so here's what I was getting at. No fat man on the defensive line. No Carmelo Smith. They've taken their beef out, okay? They might change now, but I don't know if you noticed, and Symir wasn't in as well, uh, the last three plays and the last two drives, 
Mansfield going small on the defensive line for speed, and I think that is why Caleb Gordon is able to get some damage on the ground. Yeah, Madison tonight. has some beef up front, so if they get a hold of you, they're going to move you. Fourth and four from the 42. Out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Hands it off, and that's Gordon has the first down across the 35. Uh, a good run here. And inside of the 35 to about the 32. Yeah, it's just the same play they've kind of been running. It's just the off tackle off to the off to the left side. And so far, the Tigers don't have an answer for it. The Madison Rams pick up another first down. Gordon continues to get some success on the ground. He now has eight carries for 38 yards. It seems like he's got over 50, though, the way he's been running the football. Seems like it should be more. Yeah, it definitely feels like it. So the ball spotted at the 33. Madison has the ball. They're down two touchdowns. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Gordon. Gordon, stiff arm, moves to the inside, tries to turn the corner. Tigers push him out of bounds for a short gain. Well, I got to be honest, Nick. I, I'm I'm very impressed with that kid's strength because the first guy he stiff-armed and knocked down was Lala Owens. And the Tigers are still going pretty small on that defensive line as well. Yeah. At what point do you make some adjustments and you maybe put Fat Man in there at the nose position and uh, possibly Carmelo Smith as well? We haven't heard much from him tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, the adjust the adjustments have to be made at some point. But, you know, at some point Madison's also going to have to do something other than run uh, run young Mr. Gordon. Second and eight, Gordon goes out wide now. Here's the screen to the outside, pre-snap penalty. It was incomplete, but it won't matter. And it's going to be a delay a game on Madison. That's what the umpire's signaling. Well, I, th I think uh, if you're a Ram fan, you're happy they blew that play dead because young Mr. Gordon was about to get murdered out there on the outside on that swing pass. There was three Tigers bearing down on him so fast. I mean, that poor kid would have been roadkill in the middle of this field. They, the, the Tiger defense was all over that. The, the pass was out late, and it was high. It was slow. Well, now it's second and 13 out to the 36 of Mansfield. Madison has the football. They're down 14 to zero, under eight, uh, about the eight minute mark here of the second quarter. Back on the left hip is Gordon. Here's the snap, hands it off to Gordon, up the middle. And four Tigers are there to push him backwards. He might have gotten maybe three on the play inside of the 35 down to about the 33, the original line of scrimmage. So it's gonna bring up third and 10, Craig. Yeah, if you're the Tigers, this is what you want. You want Madison in a passing situation so you could just pin your ears back and and, uh, and, and, and harass the quarterback. I'll tell you what, though. This is probably the best Madison team. And don't laugh at me. This is the best Madison team I've seen them have in over five years. That might not be saying much, but this is a team that looks like it could be on the men for years to come. Here's the snap. Coon back to pass. Third and long. Throws. Wide open, man. He can't hit him incomplete right through the arms of the receiver. I'm trying to see what number that was, Craig. Is that 86? Yeah, I believe that uh, was that. That is, and we don't have an 86 on the roster. 
No, it's 16. Oh, it's number 16. Apologies. So, and that will be number 16, Will Keppel. Yeah. Will Keppel just went right down the middle of the field, split the zone defense, and the Tigers reacted late, and that should have been six points for the Rams. He just dropped the wet football. And immediately he slams his hands on the turf. He knew, as you mentioned, he just dropped a touchdown. It's fourth and ten. You're what? One and eight on the season. You're going to go for it here. The ball is at Mansfield's 33-yard line. Fourth and ten. See if the Tigers, how many they send here. They're showing at least two off the edge. Lala is coming hard. Here we go. Fourth and ten. Throws it up and literally throws it away. If anything, if uh, the defensive back, Jayante O'Brien, hustles a little more, he could have had an interception. I don't know what happened there. That was just a miscommunication. They might as well have punted the football there. Well, I think I – think, uh I think Kuhn had to get rid of the ball early because Samir Phillips was just blew right past the offensive line, and uh, Kuhn did the uh, I'm throwing this away so I, I, I don't uh, get punched in the mouth type, type thing there. That's true, and Lala was on the other side as mm -hmm. well. Both of them really yeah. coming fast. Tiger defense does their job. 7.09 to play, second quarter. Mansfield, 14, Madison 0. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. From a soggy Arlen Field as the rain continues to pour in. Yeah, after an explosive uh, start to the game, uh, the Tigers' offense has been kind of bogged down. First and ten from the 33, Duke Reese hands it off to the running back. Room to run, there's Tank. Powers his way across the 40, has the first down, all the way up just shy of the 45 to the 44-yard line. And there's that downhill run we've been talking about all season long, Craig, from Tank Petty. Yeah, just pure power there. I mean, it was like he was Michael Myers. He couldn't be stopped. Nothing the Rams could do could stop. You could give me that look all night long, buddy, but it, they're going to keep coming. <laughs> mm, first and 10 off the 12-yard run from Tank. Hands it off to Tank again. Bumps off of one of his own linemen. He leans forward across the 45 up to about the 48-yard line. So that's about a four-yard run for Tank Petty. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good run considering, like you said, he bumped into his own lineman and he was able to bounce off, collect himself, and uh, power forward for four yards. Good hard-earned yards, man. So Tank Petty, six carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown tonight. He had the four-yard touchdown run off the botch kickoff by the Rams. Three receivers on the far side, none showing on the near side. Here's the snap. Second down, hands it off to Petty. Petty across midfield into Madison territory, dives across the 50 down to about the 48-yard line. He's going to be about two yards short, Craig, of the first down. Yeah, and I, I, I love what I saw in that run there. Not so much the power, but, man, he's holding that ball so tight, not wanting to let that slippery thing get away from him. Very disciplined football player. Petty. Is the back still as he gets the football again, 50. Patience there as Caleb Gordon brings him down, but he does have enough for the first down. He was able to dive, use his athleticism, stretch his body across the chains to the 45-yard line. First yeah. down, Tigers. Yeah, he had Fat Man Thomas leading the way. He took out the defensive end, then went up to second level and f just absolutely blasted the linebacker, just clearing the way like a snowplow. First and 10 from the 45 of Madison. Tigers have the ball, 5.18 to play until halftime. Duke back to pass. Penalty marker is down. He's running for his life. The running backs are going to stop the play here. 
It's going to be a false start on Mansfield Senior. Yeah, I believe one of the receivers took off a, a half second early. <laughs> so that will move the ball back to midfield. Stay tuned for the life support team halftime report. Craig and I will have stat scores. And also we're going to talk a little college football live on the air here from the VSPN booth. I think there's a couple of good college football games yeah, maybe there, tomorrow. There, there, there might be a game that some people have uh, – have heard of coming up this weekend down at the shoe. Yeah, I think there's a game that I'm going to lose sleep over tonight because I'll be getting up early to go down for. Here we go. First and 15 now back at midfield. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Tank Petty on his left hip. One receiver on the far side. Two on the near. Dismuke in motion from right to left. Fake handoff. Quarterback keep up the middle. Spinning is Duke Reese, and he dives back to the original line of scrimmage. So a five-yard pickup for Duke Reese. Sets up second and ten. Yeah, nice run by Duke there, but I saw when he got, you know, he went down, he kind of jumped up. He knew that he kind of got shoestring tackled there and could have had a much bigger gain. I think he was kind of beating himself up a little. 14-0, Mansfield Senior leads. 4-10 to play, second quarter. Second and ten, Tigers have the ball. Duke back to pass. Fake. And he's going to run with it. Room to run 40. Made a man miss. Spins, and he is tripped up around the 35-yard line. He is right there, maybe half a yard short, Craig, of the first down. What a play by that Madison Ram. Who was that, 24 on the stop? That was a nice save there to prevent the first down, Owen Wigden. Yeah, he kind of sent uh, kind of sent Duke Reese kind of helicoptering a la John Elway in the Super Bowl. Third and a short one. Duke out of the pistol, Petty behind him, two receivers on the far side. Here's a snap, hands it off to Petty. Petty turns the corner on the near side, has the first down and more. 30, penalty marker is down, pushed out of bounds inside of the 25-yard line on the, near side of the on the near side of the field, but check the flag here, and usually that's in the vicinity of holding. Yep. As Coach Bradley just throws his hands up in the air. Disappointment. And it's like you said, Craig, uh, penalties have been this one spot of this football team where they just have struggled every week of the season. That is now the fourth penalty for 29 yards. We're not even at halftime yet. Yeah, yeah, and that one was a killer because that was a, a beautiful run by Tank. The Tigers sealed off the edge there, uh, and now you're looking at, you know, third and ten. It takes the first down off the board, yeah. Third and ten. Uh, a do-over here. I'm pretty sure Chucky's going to go for it, though, if they don't get it, unless they get sacked here. Third and ten. Duke Reese runs with it. 45. And he runs and dives just shy of the 40-yard line. I don't know. Let's see if he goes for it here. I just have this feeling he's going to. Yeah, he tried to – was trying to go for uh, uh, Dismuke on, on the – on the, the seam route, and it was covered, so he took off running. They will line up to go for a pistol set. A Madison Ram jump. No call yet. Mansfield wants the call. No whistle. A good hard count by Duke Reese. The official missed the call. He clearly was in the neutral zone. Here we go. They'll try it again. Fourth and five. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Madison brings the blitz. Duke running to the outside. Madison is there, though, and he turns the corner, throws at the last second. Trying to make a diving catch incomplete, I believe, was Dismuke. 
And Mansell turns the ball over on downs, and that is a win for the Rams. Absolutely it is. And unfortunately, uh, Duke Reese had Dismuke open right off the bat, and uh, he didn't see him, and that was just enough time for the Ram pressure to get to him and force him to roll out. It was there, but he... You know, it, he just didn't get he just didn't get to the read fast enough, unfortunately. So turnover on downs, two seventeen to play until halftime. Mansfield senior leads Madison fourteen to nothing. Yeah, after an explosive start by this Tiger offense, they've been really, you know, bogged down and sluggish. It's kind of like watching The Walking Dead out there, man. <laughs> A drive that started on their own nine turns the ball over into Madison territory on downs. First and ten for Cameron Coon and the offense. Look at this formation. Four receivers stacked up, two and two, on the far side of the field. First and ten. Here's the screen to the outside. Hits his man. 35. Makes the defender miss. He's up to the 40. Penalty marker is down. We might have a face mask on the Tigers. Madison is celebrating on the far sideline. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope that's not on the Tigers because they defended that absolutely beautifully. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Rams have just decided that we're going to Hitch our wagon to Caleb Corden, and uh, you know, you know, for a kid who's a sophomore who's 150 pounds, they're turning him into a workhorse like a Clydesdale man. They are feeding him the ball every play, basically, and that kid is shouldering the load and he's taking it. Jokey Bradley just shakes his head on the near sideline. It was a personal foul, face mask. It was enough that the defender was able to completely pull down on that face mask to draw the personal foul. So it's going to. Move the ball into Tiger territory. We'll see if they can get some points as they're trying to get back into this game here. Yeah, First, and if, if you're the Tigers, this isn't what you wanted to do. Give the Rams uh, some hope. First and 10 from the 44. Kuhn out of the gun. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. Running with the football is Adkins Tolbert. Lost the ball. Fumble. Tigers say they have it. Do they? No. The referee's going to say that the running back was down around the 35. Mansfield was celebrating, but when the official rules he's down, there's no way you're going to dispute that. So the Tiger fans don't like that call, but it's going to set up second and short, and they're going to say it was an eight-yard run for Chris Atkins Tolbert. Yeah, it was it was so much humanity there, dude. I couldn't I couldn't tell if he was down or not, so. Second and two, two receivers on the near side, excuse me, three on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, Coon back to pass under pressure, goes deep far side, overthrows his man by a mile incomplete, well covered also by the Tigers. Justin McCraney, the intended receiver, another sophomore for the Rams. You weren't kidding, this is a young football team. Yeah. They only have a handful of seniors. Yeah, I think I counted six or seven. Uh, something like that. But Unlike the, Mansfield, it has 17 this yeah, year. I mean, the coverage was beautiful. So even if the ball would have been close to the receiver, I doubt it would have been ca caught because the coverage was right there. 110 to play until halftime. Mansfield 14, Madison 0. Rams going four wide, three on the near. Here's a snap. Hands it off to Gordon up the middle. Has the first down inside of the 35, down to about the 32. First and 10, Madison. It's going to stop the clock for a moment as they reset. As we hit the one-minute mark of the first half. You know, you had made the comment at the beginning of the game you were surprised Madison deferred, which I, I seriously was too. But if they punch it in here, there's only a minute left. They get the ball to kick off that second, to begin the second half. 
I mean, they could make things very, very interesting here. I, I don't know what their kicking situation is, but any kind of points here at this opportunity would be a huge win for Madison heading into the half. But, yeah, I agree with you. 47 seconds and counting, four wide again. Here's the snap. Kuhn under pressure, throws over the field, tipped incomplete, and the Tiger defender was beside himself. It went right through his fingers, incomplete. I think that was Zion Brown, and he was beside himself. Is that five? It's six. Oh, that's Jaden Gross. Jaden Gross, yeah. So Jaden just shaking his head as he was unable to secure that football. Yeah, that the, would have been a home run for the Tigers right there. Yeah, the, the ball was a little bit high, uh, but Jaden had it hit him right in his hands. I don't think he was expecting the receiver to miss it. Second and ten. Kuhn struggling to throw the football in these nasty conditions. 38 seconds. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Gordon. Gordon has a big downhill run. And he is inside of the 30. It's going to be about a six-yard run. Sets up third down. Timeout Madison. That's their final timeout. Yeah, now, now I bet you bet you the Madison coach is now kicking himself for taking those two early timeouts, especially the one where they were trying to confuse the Tigers and ended up confusing themselves when they should have honestly just ran the play because the Tigers' defense was nowhere close to being set. I mean, I don't know what the play was. It's hard to tell since they didn't run it. But, I mean, that could have been six for the Rams right there, and he, he pulled the trigger on that timeout way too early. And now here he is, a minute or uh, 31 seconds left. And now he's got no timeouts left. So now you're looking, you got two, maybe three plays if you move fast, if you're, if you're the Rams. With 31 seconds to play, until the intermission, sets up third and five from the Mansfield 28-yard line. Rams have the ball. Mansfield up 14-0, 31 seconds to play. Kuhn out of the shotgun, back on his left hip. Three wide on the near side. Here's the snap. Throws over the middle. Again, Kuhn just cannot hit his receivers downfield. Everything has been overthrown and high tonight. Just a bit outside. Yeah. Fourth and five on the miss there by Kuhn. Yeah, as you said, everything with him has just been high tonight. And I wonder if the, you know, the, the this wet ball, if, if it's his just, release. He's yeah. struggling with his release. I would agree. You know, and. You know, I would say the wind was a, would be a factor, but it's not because he's actually throwing into the wind. So he's got some good velocity. It's well, just the accuracy. On the other side, too, Duke Reese, outside of that touchdown pass to Dismuke, it's been a quiet night throwing the football. Sloppy conditions here. Fourth and five. Gordon in motion. Penalty marker is down and a false start on Madison. That's a killer. That's going to make it fourth and ten. That's a game changer now, Craig, because you had the ball fourth and five at the 28. Very manageable. Now you're going to have Chokey Bradley blitzing you heavily here on fourth and ten. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you, you know, last time that was fourth down, you had Samir Phillips and Lala uh, coming off the edge. I mean, Kuhn had no chance on that. And here you are. You're setting him up again to, to – you know, full throttle on the on the pass rush. 25 seconds to play, fourth and 10. Kuhn out of the gun, hands it off to Gordon, and the play is blown up. Brought down for a loss. Turnover on downs. Is that Mo? It is. Mo Bradley Jr. Timeout, Chokey Bradley, 17 seconds to play. 
until halftime. What a play. Mansfield Sr. sends the farm there. Mo Bradley Jr. greets Caleb Gordon. Yeah, he totally read that. As soon as Gordon had the ball in the hole, Mo Bradley was there. Took him down. Took him down hard. It was a nice, clean hit, hit but it was a hard hit. And, uh, again, I'm impressed with Mr. Gordon being 5'8 and 150 pounds. He stood up and got right in uh, Mo Bradley's face yeah. and was jawing with him. I like it. And I'm like, you know, Dude, that dude outweighs you by dang near 100 pounds and is six inches taller than you, but that kid's got no fear. It, I, the fact he's a sophomore, they, the Rams have, have a, a bright future with him as a player. I think it just comes down to if you're a Madison Ram, you hope that the coach that you have is able to stay. People are patient. Let this new coach yeah. develop his players, develop his system. They can grow into it. Yeah. Because for a while here, there's been a lot of turnover yeah. in the coaching staff. You've had three head coaches in the last three years. Yeah. So that has kind of messed with the kids and the program. Yeah. So it is going to be a turnover on downs. Mo Bradley Jr. forces the ball to back to the Tigers. Duke Reese, 17 seconds to play until the half. Out of the gun. Here's the snap. Duke throws over to the middle. Giante catches it. 50, 45. He's to the 40. He can go to the 20. Good night. Touchdown. Giante O'Brien cruises and walks into the end zone. And the Tigers take a 20 to nothing lead. Huge play. Explosive play by Giante O'Brien. Incredible. 65-yard touchdown pass from Duke Reese. And Duke Reese isn't having a, a problem throwing the football tonight, Craig. No, he hit O'Brien right in, right in stride. It was man coverage. O'Brien beat his guy to the inside, and he's just got too much speed for, for anybody to try and catch him up from behind. And uh, big time, big time touchdown for the Tigers. The bolt on to attempt the PAT. Dalen McGinty to hold with seven seconds to play until the break. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is no good. As it was blocked, so it will keep the score at 20 to zero. But big plays tonight, chunk plays, yeah. really helping the Tigers this evening, Craig. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Debolt kicked it a little low, which led to the block. I kind of wonder if maybe he slipped a little bit out there because that's very unlike him to not uh, get good contact on the ball. Um, Surprise down in Lexington as the Arrows trail the Minutemen. Minutemen playing for their playoff lives tonight. 17-0 Lexington at the intermission. Well, that's one of them scores that everybody that's a Tiger fan is going to have to keep an eye on because, I mean, if Ashton were to win, there's a pretty good possibility that the Tigers would have to play the Arrows again. Right that, back here. Yeah, right back here. And, and they played them three weeks ago. Yeah, that was that was a dogfight. Yeah, that was that was 14-6. That was a slobber knocker, as they, as, as they say. And, uh, you know, it's what? tough to beat a team twice in a season, especially a team coached by Scott Valentine. Well, Lexington, Andrew Saris trying to get into the playoffs as they missed the playoffs last year, made it in 2021 when they came to Arlen Field and the Tigers slapped them around, beat them by 23 points. They're trying to get back into the postseason. Joe Idle will be heavy on traffic this evening on his website. The bolt to kick things off. Seven seconds to play. It's a high one. And this one bounces into the end zone. And Madison had two guys back there to make sure it landed before uh, they had to pick it up. So it does go for a touchback. 
And if you're Madison here, you get the ball to start the second half. I imagine you're just going to take a knee and head into the Yeah, I, I would imagine. But there's there's some of that leg strength, though, we were talking about with DeBolt. I mean, kicked that basically all the way down to the two-yard line, got it into the end zone. Uh, kid, kid's got a leg, man. And, yeah, I'm, I can't. I can't in any universe see the Rams doing anything other than taking a knee at this point because, you know, you're down three scores. The last thing you want to do is get let, you know, something happen and the, and the Tigers maybe scoop and score or pick six. Stay tuned for the life support life support ah, life support team. Sorry, I was looking at the field and the judge here. The Life Support Team Halftime Report coming right up after this break as Madison takes a knee, makes a score at the half. Mansfield 20, Madison 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers! Go Tigers, yes indeed, as Mansfield Senior leads Madison 20-0 here at halftime at Arlen Field. On Senior Night, the bands are on the field. I'm Nick Michaels. I'm in the VSPN Radio booth. And while we're here at the halftime 
break, sponsored by the Life Support Team. Let's run down the stats, courtesy of Mr. John Davis. Well, the scoring plays, Nate Dismuke made it 7-0, Mansfield Sr., 317 to play first quarter, a 62-yard touchdown reception by him from Duke Reese. And then the Tigers, two plays later, as the kickoff was botched, Madison literally let the ball sail past them and uh, – DeJean Corbin recovered the ball at the four-yard line. First and goal, Tigers. Jameer Petty with a four-yard touchdown run. The next play, Tigers up 14-0 after one. Then in the second quarter, right before the half, seven seconds to play, Mansfield got the ball back off. Uh, uh, Mansfield got the ball back, and Jayante O'Brien with an explosive 65-yard touchdown reception from Duke Reese, making it 20-0. Halftime here are the... Here's the tail of the tape, as we like to call it. Plays 27 to 26 in favor of Madison. First downs, 8 to 5. Tigers rushing the football. 19 carries, 64 yards tonight for the Rams. Caleb Gordon has had a really nice ball game. 13 carries, only 50 yards, but I'll tell you what, he's had some key runs on third down in that first half to help Madison extend some of their drives. Running the football for the Tigers, Tank Petty leads the way, eight carries, 43 yards. Duke Reese has six carries, the quarterback does, for 42 yards. Tank Petty also has a touchdown. Tigers have 18 carries for 98 yards. And passing the football, Cameron Kuhn, abysmal one of eight for one yards passing, one interception. Duke Reese is five of eight, 159 yards and two touchdowns with one interception. He did have that one mis- that lone mistake earlier. And total yards, 257 two to 65 in favor of the Tigers. Craig Jackson is back here joining us. Craig, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I mean, the stats pretty much uh, tell you the story of what you see on the scoreboard. Uh, Tigers have been pretty dominant. Uh, you know, I ha- sorry, I had to go get a hot dog. No, you're so good. Was, Move was, your was, mic up a little bit. Okay. There you go. Um but, yeah, the stats really tell the story of what we're seeing on the scoreboard there. Madison just outside uh, outside the running game, uh, they just, they, they just don't have uh, they just don't have anything, you know. And uh, poor Mr. Gordon, uh, he, he's going to be one tired kid at the end of the night here because, it, you know, everything, even on the pass plays, they've all been pretty much going to Gordon. And uh, he's taken some, some pretty, pretty hefty licks from the Tigers, man. So, and the rest of the stats here, penalties, 3 of 15 for Madison, 6 of 53 for the Tigers. So, Mansfield Sr. still struggling with penalties tonight, but time of possession is pretty even, 11 for Madison and 12 minutes for the Tigers. Leading tackler for the Rams is Owen Wigton with four total tackles, and the leading tackler for the Tigers, guess who? Maurice Bradley, the second, with nine total tackles. Carter Kessler has five right behind him. And it's another game where Mo Bradley is absolutely dominating the line of scrimmage. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's way over 100 tackles by now because I think uh, I think it was the week before you uh, went on your hiatus. I think he already had something like 92 tackles or something like that. So Yeah, he was he, getting close. He's going to be way, way, way over 100 tackles by the end of the regular season tonight. Just a dominant performance by this Tiger defense. Oh, it, it has been. And, you know, it's just been one of those games where it's been one of those games where Mansfield Senior's defense, again, it's funny because we talked about earlier Mansfield playing very small up front on the defensive line, mm-hmm. but their edge rushers and the linebackers are still continue to continuing to penetrate and really establish dom- dominance there. Oh, abso- absolutely. I mean – 
like I said the, <clears throat> earlier, the last thing the Rams want is to get in a third and long where they have to pass. And uh, when they've been in those situations, uh, Kuhn hasn't even – I mean, the only time he's gotten a ball off is just to throw it away to stay alive. Uh, yeah, it counts as an incomplete and overthrow and all that, but it's more or less for self-preservation. He's had no time on those obvious passing downs. And, uh, you know, and that's – honestly, that's not been uh, just a Madison issue against this Tiger defense. That's pretty much been everybody since we got into conference. Uh, and, honestly, even if you remember back – even in the uh, Maslin game, they got pressure on those quarterbacks too. So this this Tiger defense. Well, I, I tell you what, as long as Duke Reese continues to grow and just run the offense and not try to do too much with this edge rushing abilities from the Tigers and their defense, I really think they have a shot to go a couple rounds deep into the playoffs at yeah. least. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and, and the secondary, you know, like you said pregame, the no-fly zone. They've been outstanding, and they're missing, you know, one of their stars back there, Namar Davis. He hasn't played in two weeks. You know, and this offense, without a guy who at the beginning of the year, I thought, you know, if he goes down, I don't know what's going to happen to this team because he was so electric and so dynamic and so dominant at the beginning of the year. Well, he's been out the last two weeks, and what's happened? Nothing. This offense hasn't skipped a beat. Nate Dismuke has stepped up. He's like, "All right, it's my turn now." And uh, yeah, they they're just they're just rolling. They are. They really are. And it's just fun to watch them continue to just carve through these decent offenses. We've seen some really good offenses this year. And like you said, Mansfield Senior's defense just continues to blow us away each and every week. Now let's look at some scores. Courtesy of BP Electric Scoreboard on VSBNRadio.com. Check out VSBNRadio.com for all your scores and updated standings throughout the evening. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. VSBNRadio.com. There's a lot of matchups here in Week 10. Rivalry week, as they usually call it, as Shelby 3-0 at halftime over Pleasant. That is closer than the experts thought, that is for sure, Craig. That's oh, yeah. a low-scoring game over there at uh, Shelbyville. Oh, absolutely, and, uh, you know, I wonder how much this uh, weather is affecting Shelby. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has to be, correct? I mean, that's 3-0. to zero. That's uh, not your normal score. No. Yeah. Well, it's also elsewhere. Lucas is up 17-0 to zero over the Arlington Red Devils. And Lexington, 17-0 to zero over Ashland at the half. That's on our sister station, FearTheVillage.com, <laughs> River Valley and Clear Fork scoreless at the half. Clear Fork, uh, they're trying to get their first league win of the season, prevent going 1-9, and nine. and I know I'm a Clear Fork guy. Going 1-9 in, in the Valley, it's hard to come back from that, and uh, it's not a community that's usually very patient, so it's going to be interesting to see how things go down there in the yeah. offseason down in the Valley. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they got some challenges uh facing them I wanted to touch on something real quick Nick you were talking about hopefully they can have some stability uh, Madison and the, the coaching and with all these young people there is there is unfortunately for them a large uh, storm cloud looming over and that's with this levy and uh, it's, they've already come out and said if it doesn't pass in November that they will do pay to play and so a lot of these young guys 
for Madison, a lot of these young players, uh, if that levy doesn't pass, we might not see them next year. Or they could be wearing Tiger colors with open enrollment. So wow. that's, that's something else that uh, the Madison Rams, I know that's not something that you usually want to think of in the middle of a high school football game. But being that I graduated from Madison, uh, I'm obviously familiar with the situation over there. And they are w looking at some devastating cuts. And, uh, yeah, some of these players, like I said, we might, we might see them wearing the brown and, uh, brown and orange next year, my man. Wow, that's – yeah, that's – and it's sad, too, because, you know, I understand – I'm not trying to get political, but I'm going to. And real quick, I'll do my rant and I'm over. It's for the kids. This is for the kids. I don't care if you're upset with the administration. I'm, I don't know anything about Madison, so I'm an outsider here. But when push comes to shove, Craig, it's about the kids. I mean, you're voting for the kids. You're not voting for someone you don't like that yeah. works for the school well, or whatever. Well, not only that, it's been like 27 years since they've asked for money. Wow. So, I mean – it's, it's tough, man. It's yeah. it's tough times, you know. School levies are, I don't know why over the years, but they've become so political and so controversial and polarizing. But, yeah. let, you know, hopefully for, for their sake, you know, that they can. Because I, I never want to see a school struggle financially. Yeah, I, I wish, I lived out in Kansas for a while. I wish Ohio had the same setup Kansas does. Out in Kansas, there's no such thing as, as levies because it's in their state constitution that the schools have to be fully funded by the state and so there was never anything about levies out there everything it was never a question nobody yeah it was so nice when i when i when i lived out there and worked for the school district out there wow. ne it was never an issue well that's unfortunate hopefully it passes fingers crossed oh uh, yeah because because i would definitely love to see next year what this what this game is going to look like you know yeah, because it's over there next year. Yeah, a fully, fully stocked player-wise, Madison Ram team versus, uh, you know, Coach Bradley, and and what what he does over here. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I just time will tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely going to be an important vote coming up. You said that's November. Yeah. November. Okay. Well, let's get back to the scoreboard. Other scores of interest. Um, yeah, we talked about Clear Fork being scoreless with River Valley. Worcester is up 21-7 to over Talawanda. That's actually good for the Tigers. They need Worcester to win. That's more playoff points, even though Worcester's having a miserable season. Winford up 13-12 to over Upper Sandusky at the half. And then we have Galleon 27-0 over Marion Harding. I'm trying to look for an Ontario score. Haven't found one yet. Crestline's only losing 19-0, so that's good for them. Uh, and I know you want the Danville score, but I don't have that as well, so I apologize. Uh -huh. I know. It's very disappointing. Yeah. I know that, that the TV station is really interested in that game, but unfortunately I don't have that score. But I do have this score. I think Mount Vernon has given up, and they're ready to leave the OCC. Are you ready for this one? Halftime, West Holmes 56, Mount Vernon 0. Oh, my Lord. So Ontario is up 17-13 at halftime. Just got that score in. 56-0, to the Knights over the Yellow Jackets at half. Wow. Yeah, I think Mount Vernon, you saw them last week. Was there much fight in them outside of the Askew kid? Um. 
You mean as far as actually playing? No. Uh, if you're talking about the chippiness on the field, yes, there was a ton of No, them. I'm talking about the talent and do they have anything upcoming. Do they have promise like Madison does? No, no. It was it was, it was was that, that ask you kid, and that was, that was pretty much it. I believe he's a senior, too. Yeah, I think he is. Wow. Well, um, let's go ahead and take another break. And when we come back, do we have another score? Uh, Perkins 28, Columbian 14. We talked about that in yeah. the pregame show. That's big. Yeah, that's there is a small possibility Mansfield could sneak into the number four spot. I'm not a computer guru. It's an outside shot, but we'll see. Stranger things have happened. Um, we'll see. Mansfield needs to move into the four spot to have a possible two home playoff game. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the start of the second half, and we'll talk some college football as well. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP 
Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels along with Craig Jackson here. It is halftime. Mansfield leading Madison 20-0 as it continues to rain here on senior night. Mansfield senior and Madison. And, Craig, uh, we've been talking about this game tonight and some scores around the area. Let's now talk about college football, my friend. I know you've been excited and ready to talk some oh, yeah. games that are happening tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, before we talk about the big one, the, uh, you know, the big one down to shoe between the uh, – Nittany Lions and the Buckeyes. I want to touch on, to me, what is going to be the second most interesting game of the weekend, and that is the Utah Utes going on the road to USC after the Trojans got embarrassed by Notre Dame. They've got to sit there and regroup, and they've got to turn around and play a team that's had their number the last couple years and plays pretty much the exact same style as Notre Dame in the Utah Utes. And quite honestly, since Caleb Williams had the uh, audacity to state that whatever team drafts him needs to give him partial ownership of the team, I really want Utah to just just dismantle USC. Well, the Irish completely did last week. That was a beatdown for the ages. I mean, that was good for Ohio State. That made them look really good. I think Notre Dame shot back up into the top 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they did it by playing def- uh, tough defense and, and running the ball, and that's exactly what Utah does. So another quick game, and I know this has some interest to you, is the surprising uh, Duke Blue Devils at uh, rank 16 on the road at Florida State. Now, I do think Florida State is going to win this one fairly easily, but there's something about this Duke team, man. No, I, I, I disagree. I think the – Duke, they don't have their quarterback. It doesn't look like he's going to play. So I think that uh, Florida State should win no problem in that one. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we also got uh, another team of yours that's that's one of your favorites. Uh, You have the Tennessee Volunteers on the road against uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, who, according to you, have been dead about 20 times over, but they keep rising up from the dead Uh, like a vampire. Old Nick Saban there, he's got his – his cape on, and he's uh, apparently afraid of garlic and sunlight. But he's gonna—he's still got the—he's still got the tide sitting there, looking pretty good. You know, that could be a very interesting game too, because Tennessee last week surprised me that not only did they win, but the way they won—they won by tough defense and running the ball. 
So that could be an interesting game. And, of course, you got the Buckeyes and Penn State down at the shoe. Dude, I am very nervous about this game. I think it's going to be phenomenal game you know this has turned into a a wonderful rivalry i know the ohio state has won how many in in a row and then how many out of the last 15 or whatever six in a row and yeah penn state's won twice since james franklin's been there man this is going to be a hard-hitting game i think though ohio state the question is Who's going to play? I did find out. Okay, don't ask me how I found out, but I found out through a source at Ohio State that Emeka Abuka had surgery last week. Does not Did not disclose what kind of surgery, but he should be back at some point soon. They didn't disclose when he'll be back. I think that's no problem. I'm more concerned about the offensive line playing well, and I'm more concerned about having a decent running core because you have Chip Trainum, who's beat up. I was at that game last week. He got knocked senseless. Yeah. And then you have Henderson, who's been nursing an injury. I've been told through my source he's good to go. He's going to play. So we'll see what happens, but this is a big game for Kyle McCord. This is going to be one of your key marquee uh, games for him. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I would say the, the Buckeyes' offensive line has definitely been their weakest point all year, and uh, Penn State's defensive front is probably their strong point. So that has me worried. The running game for Ohio State has me worried. Like you said, um, Chip got knocked silly last week. You didn't have any Mayan Williams. You didn't have any Travion Henderson. So, I mean, you basically ended up with, you know, a, a wide receiver being your top running back, uh, you know. And granted, they ran the ball fairly well, but, you know, that was against Purdue, not against Penn State. That's true. That's true. I, what's the spread? Is it still four and a half? Or Last it... thing I saw was still four and a half for the Buckeyes, which that in and of itself makes me nervous. That I'm excited. I'm going to that game. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. Um, I think Ohio State should win that game. How close? I could see another Notre Dame heart attack game, but uh, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I, I hope Ohio State wins. I think they'll win, but man, I've got, you know, a gnawing feeling in my gut, man. I don't know what it is, uh, but I, I just have this feeling. Although. It might be gas, though. It could be. You know, I just just wolfed down a a coney. So, um, you know, the one thing I will say uh, is as the year has gone on, we've seen that Ohio State's defense is no joke, much like this Tiger defense. Yes, exactly. And speaking of the Tigers, we'll see what the Buckeyes tomorrow at noon. But here, Arlen Field, Tigers getting ready to kick it off. Quentin DeBold has lined the football up to kick off to Madison. Caleb Gordon is back deep to receive. As Madison won the coin toss at the beginning of the game and elected to deferred. They're down 20 to 0, start of the second half. As the bolt kick things off. It's a high one, it's a beautiful kick. And it sails into the end zone as Caleb Gordon, he was at uh, the goal line but he's going to take it out. And he probably should have stepped backwards and kneeled it into the end zone as he is tripped up right at the 10-yard line. So good job by the Tiger kick return team. Yeah, it was, re- it was really good coverage by the Tigers. And one of the things you got to – I noticed there just on the kickoff is uh, b- with, the, with the bad uh, – where they didn't cover the, the kickoff before and the other kickoffs, the Rams were back and 
two safety. This time they basically kept Gordon back there by himself, and they basically they probably just told him, go make a play, kid, because they're just looking for a spark. First and ten for the Rams. They have the ball pinned back at their own ten-yard line as they're going to show two blockers in, a fullback in the block. I believe that's Gordon on the right hip of Kuhn. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back. He runs up the middle. Excuse me, that's Tolbert. Tolbert runs up for a short gain across the 10, up to about the 12, gain of two. Not too much running room there. Yeah, even with the lead blocker, the Rams weren't really able to get much going on the ground there. The Tigers shut that door really quick. I mean, it... it it's positive yardage, so if you're the Rams and you're this deep in your own territory, that's a good thing. But you got to get you got to get some good yardage here. You don't want to get in third and long. You hear that? It's like a music box or something. Am I losing it? No, it's the band. Somebody's down there. Playing. Oh, okay. Sound like a music box. Hand off to the running back. Has room to run across the twenty. Has the first down and all the way up to the twenty-five yard line. Atkins Tolbert on the carry for Madison. Big run for the Rams, first and ten. I thought that was a music box. Yeah. No, it's, it's the band down there playing. Oh, Lord. Uh, but, yeah, big run by Tolbert gives the Rams a first down, and the Tigers let that one slip through their fingers. Oh, my. Here we go. First and ten from the 25. Coon out of the shotgun, back on his left hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Atkins Tolbert up the middle, and he has a good push up to the 30-yard line. So a five-yard run on first down for Atkins, Tolbert, and Madison continues to pound the football here on their opening drive in the second half. Well, what it looks to me what they're doing is the uh, running plays they were doing with Gordon in the first half off to the right side. They flipped it, and now they're doing it with Tolbert on the left side, and they're just running the same play over and over again. Second and five from the 30-yard line. Here's the snap. Screen pass to the outside. And it's going to be maybe a gain of one as he's pushed out of bounds on the outside of the field. As Justin McCraney, the sophomore, on the reception. One-yard gain, third and four. They have to get to the 35-yard line. Yeah, if you're uh, – this is kind of no man's land here with the way Madison's been running the ball. Do you run? Do you pass? Tigers defense has to step up here. One receiver on the near side, and that is it. As Chokey Bradley does not like this formation, a lot of confusion. He's going to use his first time out of the second half. So we'll take a break as well. 9.39 to play here in the third quarter. Mansfield 20, Madison 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Jontae O'Brien, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 9.39 to play in the third quarter. Mansell Senior 20, Madison 0 off the Tiger timeout. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call here in the booth. Yeah, I think uh, Coach Bradley called that timeout there, and I'm no, I don't know. You said, Like you said, he saw something he didn't like, but – 
I think that puts a little more emphasis on the Tigers' defense here. They've got to get a stop here because you don't want to let Madison get down there and score, get back in the game when you've already used a timeout this early in the, in the first or second half. So third and four from the 31-yard line. Rams have the ball. They'll pitch it out to the running back. Gordon tries to turn the corner, and the Tiger defense is there to stop him, and he's going to lose a yard back to the 30-yard line. As Caleb Gordon couldn't find that edge, Nye Petty was in on that one along with Jaden Gross and Samir Phillips. Yeah, there was a – I don't know what a whole – what a group of Tigers is called. It's not a herd. A pack. A pack pride, yeah. I don't know, but there was, there was a bunch of them there regardless. Set, sets up fourth and five from the 30-yard line. Madison is forced to punt the football away. I will say tonight, though, the one – thing that I have not been impressed with Madison has been their special teams on punt formations. A lot of confusion this evening as Kuhn snap, high snap, just gets it off, almost blocked by Jayante O'Brien. Gets a Madison roll at the 45 to the 40 inside of the 35 and rolls dead around the 31-yard line. So a lucky break there for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Jayante O'Brien, man, he was he probably felt the breeze of that ball zip right by his fingertips. He was so close to getting that and uh, getting a block there. And again, they the, the Rams uh, get a get a nice roll, uh, set the Tigers up first and ten around the 30-yard line, 31-yard line. Let's see what this offense could do. First possession here in the second half. 8:38 to play, third quarter. Mansfield 20, Madison zero. Tigers have the ball. Duke Reese and the offense on the field. I'm trying to see Craig. I believe that's Tank Petty, the back behind him. Two receivers on the far side. Hands it off. And excuse me, that's Zion Brown. Zion runs up the middle for a modest gain up to the 35-yard line. Four-yard run for Zion. Yeah, nice nice run on uh, first down. Four yards. Brings up uh, second and mid-range. I have the monitor. Maybe I should use it more. Huh? What do you think? Oh, yeah, we get, they got us a nice setup in here tonight. Oh, they do. Mark monitor. Morris does a wonderful job. And there we go. Perfect. So it's going to be second and six for Duke Reese. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty runs up the middle, and he is close to the first down. I think he has it across the 40 to the 41-yard line. Yep, he sure does. Yeah, they, they, they spoiled us tonight. We got the instant replay. We got our stat screen. We got this huge... Monitor on uh, in front of us here with more stats. It's like uh, we're Jim Nance and Tony Romo, and you're Tony Romo. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> First and ten, Mansfield senior from their own 42. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion, and this time the Rams are there. The initial contact, I believe, was the big man number 74, and that is Maxwell Carroll, the junior, on the stop as. That is going to be no – well, no, I'm sorry, loss of two back to the 40-yard line. Carroll blew that play up. Yeah, he uh, uh, he slipped through the block, and then he was right there to meet the running back and took him down for a loss of two. It's definitely not how you want to begin a, a, a series of downs if, if you're the Tigers. 7.09 and counting, third quarter, Mansfield 20, Madison 0. Tigers have the football. Here's the snap on second down. Duke back to pass, has time to throw, goes deep. Middle of the field, almost intercepted, overthrew his man by a mile. And making a diving attempt was Cameron Kuhn. He could not haul in the interception for the Rams. That was dangerous. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the play was open. Just uh, Duke overthrew him a little bit, and here's a flag. I came Late way after, flag. Yeah, it came way after the. I think it's on the Tigers they're yeah. pointing at. Hands to the face. So illegal hands to the face on the Tigers. That was an awful late flag for that kind of penalty because that didn't come out until the ball was almost at the receiver. And that's a 15-yarder, and that's yeah. going to push him back deep here. Again, That's a killer because it was already penalty. second and 12. Yeah. Again, another penalty. Second and 27. We'll see if maybe Duke Reese can get a big run with a quarterback draw or maybe a little screen pass or something to get a chunk play here. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm looking down here. You got La La Owens with Gordon. And, uh, Caleb Gordon. Caleb Gordon uh, guarding him. Second and 27. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Back on his right hip is Zion Brown. Three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Thought about La La. Now he's going to roll to the outside. Throws, diving catch is made across the 35 up to the 37. That's Nate Dismuke. So he gets a lot of the penalty yardage back. Yeah, He really wanted to go to Lala, but yeah. he made a smart move and rolled to the outside to open up the lane for Dismuke to make yeah, a diving I, catch. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for looking that way. You got 6-4 on 5-8. Yep. Uh, you got a senior versus a sophomore. Uh, I'd, I'd look that way, too. I'd, I'd look at that matchup all night long. Six minutes to play, third quarter. Still 20-0, to zero, Mansfield over Madison. Tigers have the ball. It is third and 15 from their own 38. Duke, here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Rolls to the outside again. This time he'll run with the football. He's not going to get the first down. He's pushed out of bounds on the near sideline. And it will be fourth down upcoming. He's going to be about maybe, what, seven, eight yards short. Yep, and uh, Coach Bradley's bringing in the punt team. I, I, I kind of wonder, though, if Duke could manage to get a couple more yards if the, if Coach uh, Bradley would go for it. But, you know. When you're up 20-0, to zero, you just don't want to get any injuries here. So this is the smart move, safe move. Turkey Bradley trying to get win number 100 tonight. As we await the DeBolt punt. He gets it off. Oh, it's a high one. And Madison catches it at the 12. Room to run on the outside 15, and he is tripped up just shy of the 20-yard line. First and 10 for the Rams upcoming. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Uh, well, we're struggling here. The Bolt 44-yard punt, Owen Wickton yeah. on the return. I wanted to see what the yardage was on that punt, uh, you know, get the stat from our stat guru, John Davis, because that was a beautiful kick. Absolutely beautiful kick. And now if you're the Tigers' defense, you you know, you just got to come back out and, uh, and, and shut it down again. First and 10 for the Rams at their own 20-yard line. Kuhn out of the shotgun, back on his left hip. Two receivers on each side. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Caleb Gordon's going to run and lost the ball. Stolen away. Tigers are going to run it in for a touchdown. Mansfield seniors at the John Corbin. I, I sure is. I think it is, and he is having a big game. He had the recovery. He strips the ball out, took it right to the house for a touchdown. Wow, fumble recovered by DeJon Corbin, 21-yard return for the score. 
Just like that, I thought it was going to be a big run for Caleb Gordon. Next thing you know, Deshaun Gorman is halfway on into the end zone. So yeah, I, injured I, Ram down. I couldn't tell if uh, – I, th- I thought uh, what happened was Gordon had the ball pop out of his hands and just landed in, in Corbin's hands and he took off. But Because uh, I was like you. I saw that huge, massive hole that he, uh, Gordon busted through, and I kind of was like, uh-oh. And next thing I know, I'm too focused on him. I didn't even see the ball pop out, and then I saw – Saw uh, saw the touchdown celebration, and it was like, oh. So we have a stop in Lexington for a power outage. Really? Yep. Wow. Still 17-0. to zero. That's something you don't hear about very often. No, not I mean, at all. Especially in weather like this, because there's, like, no thunderstorms or anything like that going on. I did notice, though, it, it finally uh, appears to have stopped raining. One side of the lights are out in Lexington. Just oh, got a text could, from Derek Lazier. They could play with one side <laughs> going. Come on, toughen up. So Quinn DeBold on to attempt the back, PAT. Back in the day, they played with torches and lanterns. Come on. Most of the games were during the day as well. As Dalen McGinty will hold, 21-yard scoop and score for Dejon Corbin. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is Good. 5.25 to play in the third quarter. Mansfield Senior, 27. Oh, flag. Madison, zero. Let's hold on with the flag here, though. Check the flag. DeBolt made no questions about that one. That ball ended up out in the parking lot, I think. <laughs> I think it hit your car. Yeah. So it's a personal foul on the Rams after the PAT was good, and it will be enforced on the kickoff. So 27-0 is the Mansfield score over Madison. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the 21-yard scoop and score by Dejon Corbin. 5.25 to play third quarter. Makes it Mansfield 27, Madison 0. And tonight has been big plays for the Tigers, and it really has haunted Madison, Craig. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, Do you like guess, that haunted on because yes, of yes, Halloween? Yes, uh, if, if I'm If I'm a betting man here, I'd say – Tigers are going to squip this since they're kicking it from the Madison 45-yard line because of the penalty. As long as I've known you, you're not a betting man. No. No, I'm not. The bolt to kick off. off. After the penalty, kicks off from his own 45. Squib kick, 10, 20, up to the 25, and he'll be brought down around there. So basically a touchback almost. So first and 10 for the Rams at their own 25. Tiger defense has been feasting tonight. Turnovers has been uh, well. That doesn't hasn't been updated yet. 
There's been more than one turnover. Yeah, there's the interception and then uh, at least two fumbles. Yes. So three to one. Total yards, 286 to 86. Madison trying to get something going here. Kuhn out of the shotgun. And Tolbert on his right hip. Here's the snap, first and ten. High snap, a miscommunication. Kuhn runs to the outside, and he is brought down immediately. Big lick there by the Tigers, and I believe that was number 12 on the stop. Carter Kessler, big lick there for T.Y. Yeah, the, that snap was way high. The Rams are lucky Kuhn was able to corral that thing in, and uh, he, he got the ball, and then, then he faked the handoff like a play action, but the running back had already passed it by because the timing of the snap was off, and that, that play had just was had nightmare written all over it. So 4.40 to play, third quarter, Mansfield 27-0, and it is now 2nd-11 from the 24-yard line. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, and he has little room to run up the middle. <coughs> so it's going to be third and long, third and nine, Tolbert for a gain of two. Yeah, Lala getting up off the bottom of that pile, and they're making the tackle. Uh, you know, this is the this is the thing when you're a running team like Madison and you get down big, it's really hard to to make any type of comeback. Shelby up twenty three to zero, start of the fourth quarter. It was three to zero at halftime, so they're starting to pull away from Pleasant. Coon out of the shotgun, third and nine, three receivers on the near side. Here's the snap, and they hand it off up the middle. I don't know about that call. I know it's raining pretty hard. But I don't know. Maybe uh, they almost proved me wrong there. I thought he had the runner stop Tolbert, and he was able to push the pile across the 30 up to the 34-yard line. He's going to be a couple yards short. Yeah, he gained probably four or five yards just with After pure, contact. After contact, mm -hmm. just with pure power there. Uh, he did get some help from his offensive lineman pushing him. Uh, but the Tigers kind of let that one slip away. It brings up a fourth and short instead of a fourth and long. Well, let's see if Chucky Bradley goes after this punt here. I think Madison's gonna going to punt the football, but they're sending Fat Man in. Yeah. No, they're lined up. Maybe it's a pooch punt as Kuhn is lined up to punt. No one's showing. Senior High's going to go after this one, though. And they get it off. Good blocking up front. It is high, not very long. See if it gets a Madison roll. No, backwards roll right at the 50, and the Rams jump on it. So fantastic field position for the Tigers upcoming at the 50-yard line. Yeah, the uh, uh, Tigers, like you said, they, they were uh, going for the block. They had nobody back there to field the punt. And then uh, Madison, I think they were kind of used to getting their roll all night long. And the ball decided to roll back the other way and uh, had to jump on it before it actually rolled into their own territory. Well, it's funny because uh, everyone at the stadium here when I walked in said, oh, don't worry, Nick, the rain's going to stop around 6 o'clock. It has been pouring all evening. Yeah, there was a, about a two- or three-minute span there where it stopped, and uh, almost as soon as I said, hey, I think the rain has stopped, I stood up, and about 10 seconds later here it come, and it almost looks like it's coming down harder now than before. First and 10 from the 50. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion Brown. Zion tries to turn the corner on the near side. Makes one man miss. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Little room to run there as there was nothing for him to be able to run right through the line, so he had to go to the edge, and it was still well defended by Madison. No gain. Second and 10. Yeah, I kind of wonder if maybe that play was supposed to go up to the middle to begin with, 
because you had Fat Man out here all by himself trying to block like five Madison Ram defenders, and it almost looked like the rest of the offense was going the opposite way. Second and 10, Duke Reese, here's the snap, throws it near side, caught. Dismuke, 40, makes a man miss. Nice stutter step, runs out of bounds inside of the 35, has the first down, and then nice juke move there by Dismuke to dodge the defender and pick up the first down. Yeah, he uh, he kind of schooled uh, young Mr. Gordon there. He uh, took off, and he did a, like a fake like he was going to go on a fade route. Gordon just took off running, and he turned around. Dismuke did, curled it in. Wide open pass, then put a fake on him to get all those extra yards. First and 10, Mansfield Senior. They have the football and the lead, 20 to, 27 to 0, 210 to play here in the third quarter. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near. And I think that's Jameer Petty, the back behind Duke Reese. Here's the snap. First and 10, hands it off to Petty. Petty tries to run off the left tackle. Nothing going there. Madison there blows that play up. No game on the play. Yeah, you had the, the handoff to Petty, and uh, I don't know if it was great instincts by the cornerback or if he was on a blitz because as soon as that ball was snapped, he was coming in, and when Petty got around there by the on the outside shoulder of the tackle, the cornerback was there to meet him and uh, held him up for no gain. Second and ten, Duke Reese, three receivers on the far side, none showing on the near side. Running back on his left hip, here's the snap, hands it off to the back. That's Petty, Petty, downhill run, inside of the 30, inside of the 25, spins, brought down around the 23-yard line, so a good solid run there on second down by Tank Petty. It's going to set up third and very short. Yeah, that senior high uh, offensive line opened up a huge hole, and here they go, hurry up, third and short. Let's see what the Tigers do. Third and one, Duke Reese going to the line quick. Here's the snap. Gets it off, hands it off to Zion. Zion has the first down. Just shy of the 20-yard line. First and 10 from the 21-yard line. One yard away. We got to say it tonight. We haven't been able to say it tonight. It went so quick on that fumble recovery that we didn't have a chance to say it. See if they can pick up a yard here. So first and 10 from the 21-yard line. One receiver on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap. Duke hands it off to Zion, turns the corner. 20, he's the 18, takes a big hit. Brought down inbounds around the 17-yard line, and now the Tigers have entered the State Farm Red Zone. Call our local agent, Gary Fagan, for all your insurance needs at 419-747-2217. Gary Fagan, State Farm Red Zone. Mansfield PD showing off their appreciation for the State Farm Red Zone by Whew. flying by with their lights flashing. Man, could you imagine having to work in this mess tonight? Mm, it is pouring here, Arlen Field. As the third quarter expires, Mansfield Sr. has the lead, 27-0 over Madison. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the start of the fourth quarter. Listen to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, October 27th. The regular season has ended this evening, which means next Friday starts the playoffs. We'll have coverage wherever the Tigers play and whoever they play right here on your radio home for Tiger football at 6.30 p.m. GoTigers.com. 
So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. The Tigers are in the State Farm red zone as we start the fourth quarter. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, 27-0, the Mansfield lead, and they're trying to add on here, Craig, and possibly get to that running clock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, honestly, if I mean, some people might see it as, uh, you know, running up the score or whatever, but honestly, I think if I'm Coach Bradley, I'm in four-down territory just to get to that running clock. Coach Bradley one quarter away from earning his 100th career win here at Mansfield Senior High School. All-time winning as coach already in the football history. Here's the snap as Duke keeps it, runs to the outside, spins, tries to get past the defenders, tripped up around the 12-yard line. A nice fake there. The defender, though, on the outside did not buy it, and he covered that one. Yeah, it's a good thing that defender didn't buy it because basically everybody else on the Ram defense did. And as you look across the way, you could see the rain just coming down in sheets, Nick. It is picking up in intensity big time. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite some time. <laughs> third, it is third down on the chains, third and three from the 13. Here's the snap. Duke throws into the end zone. Is that intercepted or caught? I can't tell. A simultaneous catch. Touchdown, Tigers! And the rule is if it is caught at the same time as the defender, it goes to the offense. Yep, Ty always goes to the offense. And, uh, and they, let's see who that is. Dismuke. Nate Dismuke, and that is his second touchdown reception of the evening. He's had a great game as well as Deshaun Corbin. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough to come up with a player at a game tonight, man. It is. You know, and let, you sophomore or junior. It's gonna be an interesting one. Stay tuned for the post game show. So the Tigers on the board, thirty three to zero, courtesy of a thirteen yard touchdown pass from Duke Reese to Nate Dismuke. I think the Rams just got a sideline warning because their coach or somebody was all the way out to the twenty yard line, uh, out onto the field where the two and the zero meet. Well, the rule is if both players catch the ball, the tie goes to the offense. Yeah. So that's how it is. It's the rule. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not quite sure why he was out there and he was so adamant. Uh, but Here's the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. 11-14 in the ballgame. Mansfield Senior 34, Madison 0. You're listening to, ti you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Duke Reese also having a big game for the Tigers tonight. Just threw a 13-yard touchdown pass 
to Nate Dismuke, 34-0. Mansfield over Madison. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, and Craig, we now have a running clock. Yep. Absolutely. The best words in high school football, in my opinion. Well, other than victory formation. Yes. This, this With this rain, I'm sure the fans are ready for this game to be over. Yeah. Could you imagine sitting through this? We're yeah. at least up here in the press box. Yeah. Yeah, this clock is going to be running faster than Jamie Lee Curtis for Michael Myers, man. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm about to turn your mic off for the rest of the game. Hey, and just think we got at least one more week of this. Oh, I think Aiden's going to do the game with you next week. <laughs> the Tigers will have a home playoff game, though. We'll find out later this evening, maybe into the weekend, who they will face. But they will be hosting right back here at Ireland. Here's the kickoff. Bobbled. Loose ball, and Madison dives on it just past the 35 around the 38. And, boy, is that ball slippery tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, could you imagine this game was on grass? This field would be completely torn up by now. Oh, yeah. I mean, a wet a wet football is hard to deal with anyways, but when you get a cold, wet football, it, it's even slicker. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, surprised that we've seen some of the mishandling uh, issues that we've seen tonight. Mansfield 34, Madison 0. Boy, in that rain, it's starting to almost come straight left to right, man. 11 minutes to play in the ball game. Here's the snap. And runs with the football, the running back, for a short gain across the 40, up to about the 42-yard line. Tolbert on the carry for the Rams. Yeah, not a bad game. Uh, not a bad game there for the for the Rams on that play. I'm not going to lie. I'm almost dreading post-game interviews. Of course, we got to do them. You know, this is going to be Chokey's 100th win, but we might oh, yeah. have to go into the locker rooms at this point. This is ridiculous, the conditions. Yeah, you'll, The wind you'll... is completely picked up here. Here we go. Second and seven. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tolbert. He runs left side up to about the 45-yard line, about a three-yard run. Sets up a third and four. Yeah, Nick, you just said something about the conditions, and like I said, the rain's moving left to right, and you look down at the end zone, and uh, Old Glory's basically standing straight out from the flagpole because the wind's blowing so hard. So we have an injured ram. We'll take a break as well. 10-13 to play in the ballgame. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, October 27th. The regular season has ended this evening, which means next Friday starts the playoffs. We'll have coverage wherever the Tigers play and whoever they play right here on your radio home for Tiger football at 6.30 p.m. GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to the VSBN Radio booth. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call here. Fourth quarter, 10-13 to play out of the injury timeout. Mansfield Sr. currently up 34-0 on their rivals, the Madison Rams. In a very cold and... Soggy evening from the corner of 4th and Trimble. 
Coon runs out of the shotgun, third and four. Here's the snap, hands it off. Tolbert inching for the first down and muscles his way to the midfield, and he powers his way for a first down. Yeah, you know, I got to give the Rams credit. There's no fight in him. Tolbert was down. He powered his way out there. He even tried to stretch the ball out to make sure he had that first down. There's no quitting these kids. Hmm. First and ten from midfield. You know, I know everybody doesn't like the, the S word being snow, but I think a lot of people would rather have snow right now. Speak for yourself. First and ten, Madison, and we have a pre-snap penalty. Should be a false start, I believe. Oh. So 9-10 in the ball game. So it's on the Tigers, so moves the ball to the 45-yard line. Moves the ball to the Tiger 45-yard line. Under nine minutes to play. Tigers up 34-0. Madison has the ball. Tiger territory. Kuhn out of the shotgun. Tolbert the back. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. Tolbert. And he has brought it, tripped up for a loss back to the 46-yard line. Trying to see who that was on the stop for the Tigers. I think Symir was in on that one. Yeah, I could I couldn't uh, couldn't see everybody that was in on that. Second and six from the forty-six. Here's the snap. Coon under pressure. Tosses it complete for a screen, and he actually might get a first down out of this. And it's caught to number 24, Owen Wigton, and he was able to power his way for a first down to the 40-yard line. So a six-yard gain, first and 10. Well, that uh, six-yard gain, that's triple the amount of uh, yardage that Kuhn has been able to throw for all games. Wow. (laughs) He finally got a pass off there, and Mansfield is showing big blitz that time. First and 10 from the Mansfield 40. Under eight minutes to play in the ballgame. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. He runs for a short gain up for about three yards into inside of the 40 to about the 37. That was uh, Caleb Gordon on the no, carry. No, uh, on the tackle, I believe it's James Owens, number 19. Whenever I see number 19, I know this is your first year with the Tigers, but obviously I always think of Keontes Bradley and just watching what he did here at Mansfield Senior. What a career. And oh, yeah. Wishing him the best out in Arizona State, man. It's awesome to see. Brings back memories. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Gordon. Gordon is almost suplex or speared, if you will, on the 35-yard line. That was a hard tackle. I think that was Saimir. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did the Roman Reigns spear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was a, was a, a picture-perfect form tackle. But it does bring up uh, third and uh, mid-range here. Uh, I don't. I would assume Madison's in four-down territory. Oh, you have point. to. Down 34-0. to This is your last game of the season. Kuhn out of the shotgun, back on his left hip. Two receivers on the near side, two on the far. 
I'm going to bet they will run the football, and they do. Here's Gordon. Gordon, 35, tripped up, and Mansfield has made some adjustments on Caleb Gordon. He has really been stopped for the most part in the second half. It's a gain of a couple sets up fourth and short for the Rams. Yeah, Nye Petty stayed home there, and when Gordon went and tried to bust it around the outside, Petty was there, went low and took him down. Keeps it fourth and kind of a long three. So I, you know, maybe Madison runs the ball again. I don't know. Fourth and three is what they're going to call it from the 34. I would imagine with Kuhn struggling throwing the football, especially throwing in this mess. Here's the snap, and they do run it. Gordon, 30, first down. Tripped up just shy of the 25 to about the 27. Yeah, Gordon got the ball, went around to the right side, and uh, was able to slash his way up to uh, the 27. Well, the good news is with Madison running the football, it prevents them from stopping the clock. And uh, I know with the, I know with the uh, running clock scenario, but if they were to score here, it would stop the clock. We would head back to regular rules, but... They continue to run the football, and they're moving down the field here. Inside of the 30 to the 27. Kuhn out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tolbert, and inching his way, and there's the penalty flag. I was waiting yeah. for that as the left guard pushing a Tiger to the ground well after the play. Yeah, Ryan All, I don't know what he did to the Madison Ram defender, or excuse me, offensive lineman to get him so upset, but... He decided to slam him down to the ground well after the play. He did his job. He got in his head. Yeah. Caused him to react. So that will be a killer for the Madison Rams because uh, this is a game where they can't throw the football at all. So now you're relying on your run game to at least get some points without getting shut out, and that's going to move them all the way back to about the 42-yard line. Yeah, because the foul actually <laughs> occurred behind the line of scrimmage. Second and 25 upcoming. Madison's showing three wide on the far side, one on the near. Back on the left hip. Here's a snap, and they'll still run it up the middle. Tigers are there. They shut that play down immediately for, I think, a no gain. Under four minutes to play until Chucky Bradley wins his 100th career Victory. Yeah, Stay tuned for the post-game show. We'll wrap things up. Yeah, the Tiger cornerback there, he read that all the way and came in. I don't know if it was a called blitz or he just read it that well, but he come flying in there and, and shut that down for no gain. And uh, now if you're Madison, third and 25. So here we go, third and 25 from the 42 of Mansfield. Rams have the football down 34-0. Here's a snap. They hand it off. And, no, I'm sorry, that was a quarterback keep. Fooled me with nice fake there. Runs to the outside inside of the 40, so he gets about maybe seven or eight. Makes it, well, still fourth and very long. So six-yard run by the quarterback, Kuhn. He hasn't done too many of those quarterback draws tonight. Yeah, like you said, he faked it to Gordon, and we were both watching Gordon. And uh, Coon kept it and rolled around to the outside and got that got seven yards, but that's still, I mean, at this point, you know, the, the Madison Rams, they're, they're like guys out in the jungle with uh, the Tigers' defense or Predator, man. They're getting ready to get them. <laughs> Fourth and 19. 
Here's the snap. I thought we had some movement up front. No flag. Kuhn is running for his life. Throws deep into the end zone. Incomplete. And it will be turnover on downs. He got a lot of mustard under that pass, but just didn't throw it to anyone. And you finally mentioned a movie that I actually like. Love Predator. 2.28 to play on change of possession. Stops the clock. 34-0, Mansfield over Madison. I was trying to think of something. I was running out of movie analogies, man. Good. Don't worry. I got a whole another week. At least I can't believe you didn't say any uh, analogies for Silence of the Lambs or, you know, that's a great – that's probably one of my favorite horror films. Hey, look, look, man, uh, you know, there's still 228 left. Don't, don't give me any ideas. Running clock, man, I'm just saying. We're going to have a quick post-game show tonight. I want to get down there and talk to Coach Chokey Bradley and talk to the seniors on senior night here on the field. So. But stay tuned for it. We'll have it for you after, the, after we end this game here very shortly. 34-0, Mansfield Senior over Madison. Here's the snap. Tigers will run the football. And a very sh – well, I don't think you got no gain on that one. Yeah, you you got a – pretty much the entire second team is in there for the Tigers yeah, now. Yeah, I believe a new quarterback as well. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, – you know, for Madison, it's – see who that is. I believe that is Patterson. Yes, it is. Braylon Patterson, sophomore quarterback in for the Tigers. Under two minutes to play. So we can celebrate Chokey Bradley's 100th career win upcoming. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. And again, nowhere to run. Maybe a yard if he's lucky. Under 90 seconds to play. Player of the game will be interesting. We'll have that in the post game show. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah. Third and nine from the 37. Now, see, the Tigers, I know, you know, we've said the Tigers have all their second string guys in, but Madison has a lot of their starters still in there. Well, at this point, they're just trying to stop them. They want to get some points. You don't want to ever get shut out. As maybe a delay a game here yep. on the Tigers. Chewing up this clock as they continue to. Yeah, the Run clock. this clock, 32 seconds, and they actually don't even have to snap the football here. Nope, they don't. Actually, you could just take a knee here. Ah, you don't Mad need that Well, no, it. Madison has three timeouts, though, so you don't want uh, to do They're that. not going to take – if they take timeouts, there might be a riot. Jokey Bradley avoiding the Gatorade bath. They're trying to get him down here. He is running for his life. He's not running oh, very hard. He is, and they catch him. <laughs> oh, Carmelo catches him. Oh, he missed him. Oh, they missed him. They're still they trying. Now him. they got him. They had two water coolers. Win number 100 for Coach Chucky Bradley. Congratulations, Coach. Congratulations to the Mansfield Senior High. T.Y. Tigers are your 2023 outright Ohio Cardinal Conference champions. First time in 10 years the Tigers have won the league title. So congratulations to the Tigers and Coach Bradley. We'll be back to wrap things up. Final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Senior, 34 Madison Zero, you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com.
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Erlenfield. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Madison uh, comes into Erlenfield tonight, and it was a rainy, soggy game, and, Craig, I'm about to lose it. It's starting to lighten up here. It's starting to stop raining as soon as the game ends. Yeah, well, you know, Mother Nature has a twisted sense of humor sometimes. So, uh, wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be something, though, if they just completely – just it completely died while we were doing post game interviews. That's just how it works in this game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But you you were talking before the break there. They they took two uh, two water coolers and uh, four Tiger players to corral Coach Bradley to get him that uh, much deserved Gatorade bath or water bath. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> we'll uh, call it Gatorade. But yeah, congratulations, Coach Bradley. That's that's. Uh, it's a big feat for him. That's, you know, that's I, awesome. I, I'm sure he's feeling pretty good now, despite how wet and cold he is. Uh, you know, that's this is a this is a special moment for that for that man, uh, and something I know he's going to treasure forever. Uh, that you know, hundred uh, hundred victories is not something you see a ton of, especially in uh, in high school sports and especially high school football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the regular season is only 10 games, you know. Uh, so it takes a lot of winning and a lot of longevity uh, to, to get to that plateau. That's a very magical number. Uh, you know, you, th- you think about it, you know, on the pro level, you know, you got Don Shula with 320-some wins, but he coached forever. You know, uh, yeah. You know, so the fact that Coach Bradley was able to get to a, just a hundred wins in a season that's so much shorter than the NFL's, and in much less time, it's pretty impressive. And the the Tigers aren't even going to be able to finish their jumping jacks out there. They're they're starting to pile up. <laughs> they better watch out. They don't want to hurt. They don't want to pile up and hurt Coach Bradley. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love this. They are huddled in midfield. They are so excited. They keep hounding Coach Bradley and uh, chanting OCC, a chant we haven't heard here for a while, Craig. Yeah, yeah. You you know, first championship uh, since uh, 2017, I believe, and then the first outright, as you said, 10 years, which is just completely shocking to me, Uh, you know. But, you know, we do know, we've talked, you know, we talked earlier in the year. I mean, West Holmes became the dominant team in this conference for quite a while. So it was, uh, it, that was kind of like the big hurdle when they handled West Holmes and did it in a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty uh, uh, lopsided way. I mean, there was that stretch there where West Holmes threw up three touchdowns to make it kind of close. But re- realistically, you know, the Tigers dominated that game like they have this entire uh, conference season. And every week they've gotten better, and they're really looking good, 
uh, for next week in those playoffs, and now the players are getting water bottles to. <laughs> well, <I'm> t- yeah, <laughs> we're gonna wrap things up quick here. I want to get down here, yes. get down there, and let's get to business. Get some interviews. So real quick, here are the stats: plays 49-41 Madison. First downs 12 to nine Mansfield Senior rushing the football tonight. Madison 38 rushes 122 on the ground. 30 for 135 on the ground for the Tigers. Passing 3 of 11 for 8 yards and 1 interception was Kuhn. For Madison, for Mansfield Senior Duke Reesers, 8 of 11, 202, 3 touchdowns, 1 interception. Uh, total yards, 337 for the Tigers, 134 the Rams. Turnovers are 3 to 1 uh, for in uh, favor. The Tigers forced 3 turnovers tonight. Penalties, though, 9 penalties, 78 yards. 5 penalties for 45 yards for the Rams. 20 time of possession 26 to 21 in favor of Madison because they kept running the football. The leading rusher for the Rams tonight 18 carries, 64 yards for Caleb Gordon. And the Tigers' leading rusher, believe it or not, was the quarterback Duke Reese. Eight carries, 53 yards. Uh, Jameer Petty had 10 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. Well, Craig, final thoughts on tonight's game? It kind of went how I expected it, uh, you know. You, you mm-hmm. could never rule out what can happen in a big-time rivalry, you know, uh, uh, the backyard brawl, so to speak. Uh, but it kind of went as I expected it. The Tigers showed their dominance, especially on defense. Yes, and we didn't even get to the defense. Uh, unfortunately, we had an error on the screen, so we weren't able to look at the defensive stats. But Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, the scoreboard shows it. I mean, it was just a completely dominant defensive effort by the Tigers. And even when the offense kind of went uh, – a little, uh, you know, the defense stepped up. <clears throat> All right, so player of the game. Which one? Who are we I, going with? I, Nate, I, Nate or Dijon? Who do you want? Nate, he, he had agree. two touchdowns. So. He had two explosive touchdowns that uh, ended up getting the lead for good. So, yeah, congratulations, Nate Dismuke. He will receive a, a hoodie from VSPN Radio. And uh, congratulations to Coach Chokey Bradley. And tune in next week. Craig and I will be back here at Arlen Field. We'll have coverage for you at 6.30 p.m. next Friday night. Tune in to our social media on Facebook and Twitter. We'll let you know who and what time the game will be next weekend, uh, next Friday night, and who their opponent will be. So for Craig Jackson, I'm Nick Michaels. Thank you to everyone for tuning in tonight. Final score of tonight's game. The Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers win the Battle of Mansfield 34-0 over the Madison Rams. Good night from Arlen Field.